This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 113. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. Should we skip 13 for luck, or does that only matter... I think you just announced it, so it's All too right, late. That's fine. One thirteen. Hey, find us at the Arctic Pod, or just search the Arctic Podcast on TikTok. Do you think that's why we don't have as many listeners as we like? Is because we did episode thirteen? We, we did thirteen. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. It is June the twenty seventh. People, on this day in history, President Biden issues his first airstrikes against Iran on the border of Iraq. Militias. Is that right? Am I reading that Militias. right? Militias. Militias. Not. It's not. You know. We're not at war with Iran right. yet. Wouldn't that be funny if Iran t- or Biden took us to war with Iran? I mean, it wouldn't be funny. But not like, ha-ha. It'd be like, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> we, yeah, Biden we orders, for you, bro. <laughs> Biden orders airstrikes on Iran-backed militias near Iraq-Syria border in response to UAV attacks. You know what this reminds me of? Huh. How in Gaza, the Hamas was using balloons uh, to yeah. drop and then... They flew in, like, F-35s. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, what else happened on this day in history? On June 27th in 1986, the 1980s U.S. intervention in Nicaragua is declared illegal. The oh, International is that with Court, the Contra? The International Court of Justice condemned the U.S. parliamentary campaign to overthrow the left-wing Nicaraguan government. That's when, uh, technically, Reagan committed treason, yeah? Uh, or, uh... Yeah, high crime, Yeah, according to the International Court. The Social Democratic Sandinistas had begun to redistribute the country's wealth and improve education. Interesting. <laughs> what else on this day in history? Um, in 1954, the world's first nuclear power plant is activated in Russia. Obinsk, to be specific. You know, that's like in risk up there by uh, Kamchatka. <laughs> Come chalk. <laughs> I haven't uh, played Risk in forever. Man, it re- remained in operation for 48 years. Today, there are more than 400 atomic power plants worldwide. Wow. Yeah. We should just probably just go all wide, all, all in here. Whoa. Wind and nuclear and nuclear wind. I'm. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think that would. Uh, that would work. That would that wouldn't work. Oh Here, man, this is what I was looking for. Here, here's another one, though. I know I've just done two, but sometimes these numbers are just baffling to me. And we're going to talk about Ethiopia later. But on this day in history, in 1991, <laughs> Yugoslav troops invade Slovenia. The attack, which marked the beginning of the Ten Day War, followed Slovenia's declaration of independence. It was the first of the Yugoslav wars, a number of ethnic conflicts leading up to the breakup of Yugoslavia and resulting in at least 140,000 deaths. Those numbers are just crazy. 
That is crazy. Like for context, what Vietnam was fifty-seven thousand U.S. Right? soldiers, one hundred forty thousand in this ten-day war. I mean, I don't know if it was really ten days, but. Do you want to hear a song about that Nicaragua incident? Yeah. Is it by... It's Oliver uh, North. What? I can't believe you kids don't know about the great patriot Ollie North. In the 80s, there was Cold War drama. We fought the commies inside Nicaragua. <laughs> Our friends were the Contras. Freedom was their mantra, so we sent them lots of money for guns and landmines. Stop the contra money flow Just cause they moved a teeny bit of blow And <laughs> a hero came forth His name was Oliver North He and Reagan went around the sissy congress Ollie North, Ollie North You see, North secretly sold missiles to a harmless country called Iran It would always be a grateful ally Then he gave the profits to the contras Genius! The sales were uncovered oh. by the press. <laughs> Reagan and North well, began to stress. Because what they did was technically high treason. <laughs> but it was totally justified. North volunteered to take the blame. <laughs> to save Reagan from prison rape shame. <laughs> the truth he did bury with This will be flagged on YouTube. You think? Thanks yeah. Oh, it's on YouTube. No, because of copyright. No, this is on YouTube. Oh, no, no, yeah. When we put it on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> Which is fine. I just cut it out. <laughs> Wait, who was he talking about at the end there? Ollie North. Ollie North. Now he's on Fox News. Well, there you go. Uh, it's brought to you by American Dad. We don't know anything about history. Uh, Reagan, anyway, like. I think the most I learned about Reagan was from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, really? Voodoo economics. Remember that? <laughs> Something D-O-O economics, and it's Ben Stein talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dang. Yeah, I should really read more into the contrast. I mean, I know of that. I know of what happened, but I'd love to read in specifics and why. Like, did Democrats do anything? Did they try and impeach? Mm. I was only one. <laughs> what year was that? Oh, I don't know, the 80s. 86 was when it was declared illegal. I right, was, I was right, two. right. Yeah. Nevertheless, um, come yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Contra, or the military in yeah. general, um, I don't know if I have this TikTok somewhere, but I just thought it was it was funny. So uh, you know how TikTok is, is real big lately on putting little... Uh, warnings on the bottom. Yeah, like this, this was supervised is, by professionals. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the actions here could be considered dangerous. Yeah. And um, so I'm watching this video, and it's completely a 100% innocent video. Like, there's nothing... Completely innocuous. Yeah. And um, it's about... It is about a soldier, and she is deploying. And then at the bottom it says... <laughs> <laughs> this could be dangerous. This, the actions taken in this video. So I... TikTok is like, hey... Uh, if you deploy to Afghanistan, it might be dangerous. It's China, right? Yeah. TikTok is Chinese. Oh, there you go. They're like, Americans going to war, we must warn the kids <laughs> not to join because it's dangerous. Right, right. You can post, you can post like, sex, and we won't, right. you know. Right. That should be flagged for, like, you know, venereal. Dude, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some sketchy stuff on TikTok yeah. and Instagram lately. Um, speaking of 
uh, tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> My shirt today, you may or may not recognize oh. it, depending on if you're a fan of the movie Twister. I got to get me one of those. But this says, uh, we've got cows. We got cows. Because there's a scene where they're driving down, and there's a tornado to the side, and it whips a cow past them a couple times. You know, on the back, so you should put cows. another cow. Because right. that's the next. You're right, she does say that. But he- the the best line is Helen, right after that. Helen Hunt. Yes. <laughs> the line after that is, actually, I think that was the same one. Yeah. Yeah. That is, God rest his soul, Bill Paxton. Uh, Bill Paxton. I will put that on the com where you can order yours today. There you go. Their shirt up there right now is the queen. Oh, yeah, queen of the skies. Queen of the skies. But last time we talked about Naders, because I, I guess I just come back. Wow, it's been that long. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, and we were talking about how uh, they happen here the most, but and they don't happen in other countries right. very often. And then a couple days ago on the news, uh, a giant tornado hits uh, the Czech Republic. Get out. Yeah. And these how big? are Well, I don't know if that's come out yet, but I sent you those three Twitter oh, yeah. videos. Right, you want me to go to them? Okay. okay. And there's some of the, the best tornado footage, and it's because these people don't know how dangerous they are. <laughs> Is there volume? Does that matter? Uh, uh, I don't know. All right. Let's just go for it here. I've got it turned up, but... All right, it's like a backyard. Big, tall yeah, trees. Yeah, so this guy back here... Those trees are blowing over. Like, Do you see how the tornado comes? They just flatten. The trees right. are just gone. Those are big trees, too. Like Those yeah. were like 100-foot trees. Right. And the, you can see the tornado out in the distance. Not, oh. Well, not really distance, but... You can see a little bit of rotation. And then okay. this guy closes his blinds. He's <laughs> like, this will <laughs> this will stop the two by four. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he opens them again. Yeah. Oh, man, and, it's like in his yard. And then there's a little satellite nader that, and this is what I was talking about Oh, look about at that roof come time. off yeah, right there? But right there, bam, oh. blows out his window. Blows out his window. And then the video, the, obviously, is. Yeah, he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the negative pressure, man. I remember that when it happened in Salt Lake, there was a, a reporter um, like in a parking structure, uh-huh. and he called into the station to to like be on like live. Like we have right. a tornado, right? Yeah, but he talked about like how it sucked the air, like he couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah. You know, the negative pressure. It does. All right, so we'll just look at another one. one so, uh, another one of these yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the next one, I think is that the same one or is that? It's a different video. Oh. Okay, so we have a little funnel here. Well. Large rope on the ground. That's it's that's past a rope. That is a <laughs> that is uh, more of a stovepipe, I believe. No, no, that's uh, what is that called? Um, it's a solid F two, probably or yeah. more. But you could there's the the next video has all the damage that it left, and you might reconsider. Is this guy on his roof? I think so, <laughs> man. These people are just like this guy, they have no look at this, de- this debris debris falling around him. <laughs> It's freaking like a, a hood of a truck. And it's just because they don't know, man. Yeah. They have no idea. How, never s- it's how like how we video UFOs. Right? We don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> All and right, let's look at this next one. The, this is the aftermath of... Uh, this is in Czech Republic, you said? Yeah. Look at this car. Look at that. It's yeah. like a forerunner. Steel structure, all that's left. And then it started a bunch of fires. Lots of fires. Cars are just obliterated, flattened. Houses are gutted. No windows, yep. No windows. That half of that building's gone. Well, that, man, that almost looks like it's under construction because the way it ripped everything yeah. up. So, I mean, that was that's a pretty solid tornado. That's yeah. That's going to be an EF3 or maybe, well, probably EF3. That's a nasty fire. I'm not sure how they... That's the car fire. 
Is that what it is? Looked like it. Oh, man, look at that. Look at that car, man. So, do we know, like, is there, like, a death toll for this? I actually don't know. Look at these cars. Like, just, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome. It's, uh, As in, like, it's in, so big. Yeah, I mean, the the amount of destruction, yeah. it's just the... The I think the most telling thing was the first thing when the tornado is not even there, but the trees. It's like yeah, just, it's like someone just yeah. pushed them all over. Yeah, there was no like, pro, you know, right. you know how um, you see them bend here when we get the the big winds, right? And you're like, oh, that one's gonna go. They just went. They just go. <laughs> like imagine like you see like a a six inch dandelion, uh-huh. and you step on the base of it. Yeah. That's what this looked like for those of you who aren't viewing this on YouTube or TikTok. Uh, uh, let's see. Is there a death toll? Man captures moments. Check the uh, rare video or tornado. Uh, it says five killed. Wow. You know that's lucky. We uh we haven't had a high death toll tornado in quite a while. I'm not sure if that's because of we've got a lot Knock of on wood. we've gotten a lot more advanced with our warnings right. and such. But are you know you know like seat belts are mm-hmm. required by law in most states and helmets. Are there there should be laws about storm cellars? There's none, but I will say that growing up in Texas, nobody had a storm cellar. Really? That when well, we didn't have basements there cuz our oh. our earth was too water table. Yeah, it was too clay ridden and uh we had to replace our foundations regardless cuz of how much they I wonder, shifted. But could you now, put up just cement? Yeah. Okay. That is a thing now where Either you have you can buy one at Home Depot and dig out a <laughs> hole. You can, okay. and and you just put it in the hole. Okay, and uh, you got to do it right so the water doesn't come in and pop it. Out. <laughs> right, and then a lot of people will build one into your into the house where they sure or they just do like, like crazy c- yeah, yeah cinder blocks and then a bunch of cement and could and you <laughs> cement you got some Texas there cement. can you uh could you build just a freestanding reinforced concrete square on your in your yard would that work or would it blow I, over i mean yes to a point it just depends i mean yeah you never know if you get something that you know the ef5 that hit more oklahoma it it may it just will suck it off the ground it may yeah that's true and really what you would more be worried about is you know these things have lifted train cars before like right it could throw something into you so no. So don't. if it's in the middle of your house, at least if it throws a truck, through, right? Know, it's got it's got at least the house to break yeah. some of the, the momentum. All right. If for some reason you were listening, but, thinking I'm going to go build a freestanding because Brian said maybe it would work, I don't think it would work. But for the majority of tornadoes, you'd probably be okay. Right. Uh, we haven't had an F5 in eight years, I think. Come on, man! You keep saying stuff like Just we did saying. have our first hurricane. Yeah. First named what? hurricane. Well, we've obviously they they went straight to Claudette or whatever it was. So what happened to A and B? So what happened to A and B? I didn't even hear about them. Huh. Anyway, I I, I read it as the first named, but it, but it was I don't know. Interesting. Maybe it was the first named actual because they'll name. Do they name depressions? I can't remember. I think the, I have major depression. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember when I if they name them when they become a depression or a tropical storm. I have uh, um, depression. Uh, what was the name? Claudette. 
That's yeah. the season I'm in in my depression. <laughs> <laughs> it is Claudette. Um, so how have we? What happened to Anna and Bill? I want. I wanted Hurricane Bill. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> Hurricane Bill. That's like an. That's like an angry Hurricane, high school teacher. <laughs> Hurricane Fred. Hurricane Grace, you're just asking for that to be a freaking oh, cat five. You can't call it Grace. What are you thinking? <laughs> Especially in that part of the country. That's <laughs> Mindy. Mindy. What is Nicholas? Odette. They had some weird. I love how they already have them like too. picked out. They've got them like for the next three years, and they've stopped using uh, because we had so many last year. They're not going to use the. Uh, Latin was it Latin or Roman? Is that alphabet? what they w- they went into? Yeah, that's what they've normally done. They don't normally have to do that. So right. that went to Alpha, Beta. Uh, it's not. It's, it's not it's, Charlie. It skips, right. I think it skips to Gamma or something. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember you talking about it now. Um, but they have a whole s- secondary set of names now. Have so. you seen this monsoon? I mean, we're having crazy weather. First of all, my brother lives in Portland. Oh yeah, second. Least air-conditioned city in the country. Well, I remember I had a roommate. My roommate Jimmy was from uh, around Portland. And he's like, when he lived here, he went to BYU. And he's like, I can't wait to get back to Oregon. Right. Because it's always, the temperature is always great there. Like, it's muggy because it rains a lot. Uh But no one has air conditioners. Right. Like, no one. And their forecast is 114 degrees tomorrow. That's insane, in Portland. man. That's too, it's too high north to be that. It's uh, crazy to be that high. And we have a monsoon that's going to stretch into southern Utah. Huh. I saw a map of that today. That's it's going to it's going to cover all of like uh, Arizona <laughs> <laughs> and some of California, and then stretch into Utah, New Mexico. W- crazy. Wouldn't that be good though? A monsoon. I suppose we are very low on water. You know, everyone keeps talking about how this how the drought is is so bad this year. And how weird. They're canceling all the fireworks everywhere and everything. But I swear there's been way worse droughts since I've been here. Well, the, the, the beautiful part about our infrastructure uh-huh. is they warn us and warn us and warn us. And they do such a good job at managing what we have that we typically don't feel it. Right? Right, right. There are things people could do, obviously. You water your lawn less... You know, put bricks in your toilet. We talked about that one before. Bricks in your toilet. If you put bricks in the tank of your toilet, it's the same as pushing the plunger down further. So it just doesn't have as much volume. Oh, but uh, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need that volume. Once you, man. F- but w- then you start you flushing a, like five times. Well, no, you have a one-two. That's flush. true. Yeah. I do. I do have a one-two flush. But I thought about putting just stopping mm-hmm. watering my lawn. Stopping going to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm gonna put a sign in my yard that says, "I'm trying to think of a catchphrase like." Let's go yellow. Are you warning people to pee on your yard? To drought, <laughs> to 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 make this drought more mellow, like something like that. Wouldn't that be a lot of <laughs> ammonia and like? No, I'm not. I'm not talking about peeing on the lawn. Oh, I thought you wanted people no, to no, come no, to no. the back of your lawn and pee. No, no, no. I'm talking about not watering my lawn so it goes yellow. And then the sign in my oh. yard, the sign in my yard tells people what they're like. Hey, I why? literally thought you were going to have a sign that's no, like, no, no. "Hey, instead of going to the bathroom and flushing the toilet, come to my backyard, <laughs> come pee on my and grass. water my yard with your urine." <laughs> that's awesome. It's not a bad idea. First of all, 
I mean, I, I think I think that uh, depending on how the hydration <laughs> of the person, botanist, no, yeah, <laughs> there might be some people that disagree with right. you. <laughs> no, no, but you know, if people are driving by, like, what's up with Brian's lawn? It's yellow. I could have a sign that says, "It's yellow. I'm going yellow." Right. To end this, you know, to mellow this, you know, you know what I'm saying. I will say that lawns is having a a, a green, pretty lawn is such an American. You know, luxury. It is. However, and it's completely unnecessary. I will say this: Have you ever looked at how much oxygen grass puts out? Uh, is it a lot? It's a lot. Like, because I thought about ripping out my lawn and just going trees. Yeah. And I looked up the numbers. Like, not that I need the oxygen, right? But I'm talking about carbon footprint, right? right? And it was, it was not even close. Mm. Like, grass puts out a ton. Now, I you pretty much counter any of that effort when you mow it with a gas-powered lawnmower. You don't have an electric lawnmower? Not yet. I got an Ego Weed Eater, though. Mm. Yeah. If you get an electric lawnmower, I mean, skip the corded one. Spend the extra no, 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 money no, yeah. and get the cordless. That's just... I'll go Ego. That's ridiculous. So I have an Ego blower and an Ego Weed Eater. The next step is an Ego... Take an Ego blower right now. <laughs> next step's an Ego <laughs> lawnmower and an Ego snowblower. Lots of blowing going on. Lots of ego, lots of blowing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, a couple aviation uh, things this week. First of all, oh, I got to send you this video. Um, I don't remember why I stumbled upon this. It must have been a TikTok. Mm-hmm. But the uh, so the U.S. has a fleet of like six. Um, I think they're called LC LC one thirties. LC 130s. Yeah, I just sent you a video. Like a text? Yeah. There it is. And uh, these planes are specifically for uh, the North Pole. Okay. They like, have giant skis on them. They have like a Santa radar? <sighs> <laughs> oh, it's really Oh, no. It. The Antarctica, not the North Pole. Wait. So the South Pole. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I have volume up there. Turn up my volume. It's up. Okay. I think I'm up and going to... Make sure the video's not muted. I thought I was. Why don't we have sound? Let's just check. I'll check while it's playing here. So this that's a giant freaking plane, man. Oh, it's a C-130. I mean, An LC-130. Right. Right. So it has something that I wasn't aware was a thing. Okay, here comes the sound. Should be. <laughs> it has freaking rocket boosters on Dude, the side. that's what... That's what they tried to do. It says it's coming through this, the mixer, by the way. Um, huh. That's crazy. I'm going to go back. Come on, look at those rockets. You'll, you know, you realize that that's not the first time that the United States government has put rockets on a plane to boost it. Well, there's another one right there. What, you the remember... Germans. The Iran uh, hostage situation. Uh huh. Argo is the movie about it. Right. The plan was to land a, a probably a C one thirty, big freaking plane, but they they knew the runway wouldn't be long enough. Right. For either landing or taking off, so they had retro boosters first to stop the plane, and they tested oh. it a bunch and crashed a bunch of them, <laughs> and then of course you know boosters to take off never worked obviously, but. Uh, anyway, well, they must have figured it out because, right. uh, yeah, they don't really even use runways there. They just oh, there, oh, there it is. Sound. 
Weird. So it's, oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> like, was that four or five rockets on each side? Yeah. Right by the, like, rear landing gear. I think we need those in car. It's like Mario Kart right there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Hit the booster. Talk about the NOS. <laughs> That'd be fun to be that pilot, wouldn't it? Can't be good for the environment. Oh, there it is. <laughs> let's see. There you go. I'd be interested to know the math. Like, how much thrust that's actually providing, you know? No, right? It doesn't seem like it'd be a... It doesn't look know. like much. It, honestly... They look like... It looks like someone put, uh, like, Roman candles on right, the back. Right, right. Like, obviously, <laughs> this is a huge plane. So one of those, like, streams of fire right there, what do you think that's the size of, like, uh, I don't know, like... That's got to be like thirty feet long, right? Yeah. Just just the tail of one of the one of the jets, and probably like, I don't know, like probably like a ten foot diameter. So they're big, but yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a plane, though. I mean, it is, but it's not right. Now this plane isn't even a jet that we're seeing. Well, here. it's a turboprop, which is a turboprop. different kind of jet. Thank you for yeah. You're right. You're right. I know. I know. Short burn duration booster. Yeah, that'd be fun to be that pilot to hit those. Hit the boosters. What if only go one lit and you go in a big circle? Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tragic. Yeah. Uh, the other thing this week, not that this is news, it's just a discovery to me, was uh, a United flight. Um, a passenger got up, knocked on the captain's door, and then when there was no response, went out the emergency exit. And uh, the slide deployed, of course. But it's like he didn't wait, right? Yeah. He just... The slide deployed, but he didn't wait. He Is just jumped. Okay. He got hurt. Okay, yeah. Well, that's what I had heard, that he got yeah. hurt. and Because the, the story was and the man survived. And I was like, oh, what? Right. <laughs> like, I figured it would – when I saw the, the thing that said, like, the slide deployed, uh -huh. I was like, okay, how long does it take for plane slide to deploy? Oh, it's not very long. No. But Six if he seconds. Just, if he just – opened it and walked then i guess right six seconds is a long time i think even if you waited to three seconds you'd have something right because it's gonna take you like one and a half seconds to get down yeah but if you're like opening the door and walk out then yeah you're just walking onto like a plastic <laughs> like a, a non-inflated bounce house <laughs> sliding to the ground yeah there's rumors that he was trying to hijack the plane and then just open the door see that's what they said about the did you see that other video the uh uh i think it was a delta flight where the guy lost his mind started banging on the captain's door and a bunch of people subdued him yeah like i don't know if uh, right i don't know if it was a hijack but it's it's I, you know it's punishable by death <laughs> <laughs> but but the, we've talked about this before it's exactly why i think uh 9-11 couldn't repeat couldn't itself happen. exactly no. because of uh, passengers. Yeah, how yeah. many uh, people are... I mean, like, obviously the reports were... Didn't they... If, I'm trying to think back to all the 9-11 specials I watched. <laughs> didn't some of them... There's so many. Didn't some of the hijackers say, we're going to land safely? It's not about... Oh, I'm sure they did. And that had and they been, said and they said there were bombs on the plane too. That had been kind of the mo of hijacking, right? Was to 
get what you wanted and then let everybody go. Right. So the first three planes hit, and the fourth plane found out about it. Uh-huh. Right? Or something right. like that. Right. It's crazy. Oh, anyway. here's a here's a video of a... Actually, it looks like one of ours. You know, every now and then when I was in e-learning, we had to send out a video to... Uh, a training video to the flight attendants to make sure to disarm the... Um, the slide. I was going to ask, like, because wait a second before I play this. They deactivate the slide, like while they're in flight. No, it's uh, once you have you never heard them. The the captain will get on, check, make sure the doors are armed or unarmed. Uh, so as soon as the door shut, they get armed, and then part of the process why it takes so long to get the door open is because they have to disarm disarm the, the, the slide. Gotcha. But sometimes there have been a, various occasions where they forget and <laughs> it explodes and like bumps into the gate and sometimes it c- goes back into the plane. And yeah, it's all like a like a loose balloon. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> all right, let's look. So I mean, it deploys pretty quick there. That's, what is this? What are we looking at? That's a ERJ. That's one of the the planes, and that's just uh, I think that's the right door. Oh no, that's the aft. Just that easy. Bam. Oh, that let see that strap that hang yeah, that hung yeah, on. It's got to inflate enough for that to. That's where the guy got hung up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was that almost seemed like less than six seconds for that one. Yeah, it's pretty quick. That's that, and that's the exact plane that he was on. So mm, right it on. was a SkyWest plane operated by SkyWest. So. Right. You know, it was all the... It's coming out of your check. All the... Ra- they are like $30,000 or something to replace. That's it? I thought it would be more for some reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't it know why. It just seems like everything in the airplane's stupid expensive. Right. Like, <laughs> like, if you ask me, how much do you think it is to replace this slide on an airplane? I'd probably be like twenty grand. I don't know. It's like replacing a uh, an airbag in your car is like well, $1,000. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our the ours are to, are th- twenty twenty five or thirty grand. I'm sure the big bigger planes are even more. Yeah, crazy. That's stupid. That's, wait, hang on. What? How much did you say it was? Rip? I said thirty thousand. Oh, I thought you said three. No, no. That's why I was like, oh. damn. That's, no, no, okay. no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude jumped out of there. Huh. I've always wanted to slide down one of those. I. Uh, how come no one stopped him? Could arrange that maybe. Like he was just. <laughs> we have a training one at uh, my really. Work. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Like, you just... I don't know. There's don't no know. flight attendant nearby, no passenger. Like, hey, well, don't touch that. I, I guess... I mean, I guess you can open it pretty fast. Yeah, you can, which is kind of frightening when you think... I, it's <laughs> amazing that more exit doors aren't opened. Right. In the exit row. Right. You know? Well, I think those are a little harder. you got to break open the the thing. You don't just You pull have to, like, lever. break the glass like a fire extinguisher? No, but you have to, like, pull the panel off or something. It's oh, not right. quite as simple. Nevertheless... You know, right? I would think that Plus that would you have two more. people sitting next to you that would be like, "Hey, right? Don't kill us! Don't don't do that! Right? Don't 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 do that! Be sucked out! <laughs> be sucked out so Come fast! Come on, bro! Yeah, don't do that! Um, yeah. So speaking of work, the other day I was walking. Um, I was walking past one of our our assistants, and she has a uh, administrative assistant, and she has. A bowl of candy, mm-hmm. and there was a Snickers inside, and she's like, "You should have a Snickers." And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever ask why. <laughs> am I acting like? Uh, do I need a Snickers? You yeah, know, am I yeah. hungry? She's like, "Yeah, you're acting like Betty White," and it just got me thinking. Like, Betty White's not my hangry 
Snickers no. character. No, I'll have to think about this for a second. Yeah. I, 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 I thought about it, and you know the big show. Yeah. From WWF. Yeah. That's he's a, good he's one. a pretty mellow guy, but then he'll grab you and he'll choke slam you. Right. And he'll um, throw his palm into the air. Right. Yeah. Right. Which I don't know. What big the, hands, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah got big they hands. They are huge. Yeah. Um. So that'd probably be my my hangry character. Have you thought about this for me? <sighs> or you you want me to think of one? Yeah. For I me? mean, like what? Uh, when you get when you get angry, hangry, and you need a Snickers, whose personality do you kind of? Maybe like a Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I'm getting no respect. I'm getting no respect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not not to be funny. No. Just uh, because yeah. you know. Yeah. Like that's how he gets angry. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's the kind of person that would just be like, "Fuck off!" Like he would, you know what <laughs> I mean? I don't know. I don't get angry often. I just get anxious. <laughs> Anxiously hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I get anxiously hungry. Yeah. More like uh I don't know who. I'm trying to think of an an anxious character. I'll have to think about that one longer to see who I am. Hangry. Hangry character. Hangry. Um one other thing before we talk about uh anything serious. And yeah. I'm gonna need Hold on, let me send this picture over here. I am gonna need to borrow your computer. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and, and put that, um, put your, uh, this picture you're sending me right now. Yeah. Go ahead and put this on the screen. Of course, people listening in your car or wherever it might be, I'll probably put this on TikTok. Yeah, this is going to be a TikTok. If not, you can go to, you know, I'll I'll give you a a good enough explanation of what's going on here. Okay. Um, let me move this. Uh, this segment I'm calling, um. Critical men's bathroom theory, because that's, you know, all the rage right now. Critical critical theories. Yeah. Uh, Why they just shouldn't call it history, I I don't know. Well, (laughs) okay, I can give you, while I'm doing this, Uh critical race theory is Mm -hmm. called that simply because it was, the school was called, like, it was like a school of critical thought. Oh. So it's not like it's... Oh, that's really dumb. That... (laughs) It's not the... (laughs) It's not that. So, okay, let me let me make this big. That's what she said. And I'll transition this, and then I'll take my headphones out, and we can trade. Okay. Hold on. My headphones are going to go over there. Weird. It doesn't matter. I can doesn't it? All right, all right. Now I'm in control of the mixer. Wow, things are different over here. Yeah. Okay. Is this a touch screen? No. Oh, so you got my mouse right there. That's, that's not. That's so, not. That's not good. So this should be on the screen, though. Okay. Okay. We have. Why is it not letting me? Uh... You're in preview, I believe. Okay, here we go. That's what I want. Let me look at. Be able to look at this screen here. This looks like. So this is a schematic of a bathroom. Yes. So, this is my bathroom at work. Okay. okay? And uh, I ran into this situation the other day. Did you draw this for this? Yes. Good for you. Yeah. I like I like the uh, well, I mean, effort. You know, <laughs> it's a very serious topic to me. Right. And uh, you know, I was filled with a lot of rage <laughs> well, when this happened. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is our our bathroom schematic, and you know, a lot of bathrooms will be like this. We okay. got four urinals. Can I just say? Yeah. The attention to detail here. 
<laughs> you even put in toilet paper dispensers. I did. That's amazing. I did. <laughs> I, 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 you even put in the little dot in the drain. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. And the, is that is that is that paper towels? It is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to see this. This is amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, so we got four urinals. Okay. okay. Right. Then three toilets. The, right. ur- the urinals do have dividers between them. Yes, they do. Okay. So no, no sneaking any, any looks. S- no sneaking peeks. Yeah. And um, so here's what happened the other day. All right. I walk into the bathroom, <laughs> just just like this. It's like a court case, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the freaking, oh, I'm getting. I'm getting. A, a, I'm getting the throbber. It's. Uh, I'm getting a triangle here. What? All right. So I walk in. Okay. Okay. And uh, there's this guy peeing. Where was he? Well, you know what? Before I do this, okay. let me ask you. Sure. You walk in. No one's in the bathroom. Except for one other guy? No. Let's say okay. no, no one's, one's in, in there. the bathroom. Okay. okay. Where do you go? You're going pee. I will go to a corner. Okay. One of the corners. Okay. Now, that is a correct answer, but there is even a, a more correct answer for that, depending on the situation. Like the nearest corner? Basically. Yeah. You want to go to the corner furthest away from the stalls. Right. Right. Okay. Right, because you don't want to be hearing. Right. Right. All right, so I walk in, and there's a man right here. So the only excuse he might have mm. is that someone was, like, at the other corner. Uh, that's true. And well, left. That's, that's possible. It's possible. That is possible. But I will not give him that but, benefit of the you doubt. Know, uh, yeah. So I walk in, and I'm like, uh, WTF. Wait, why does it keep doing this? I don't know. Come on. I walk in and I'm like, oh. how long did you stand there? Not not long. Okay. You know, I just and I'm like, so where where do where do I go? Of course, I got to go over here. Right, you got to go right here is where where I am now because it's a really dumb unspoken rule, even with dividers. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, that you don't. I don't want to. I have I've met people who even if there's they'll wait. Really. That, that just makes no sense no, to me. Uh, once once situation's full, then critical bathroom theory goes out the door. Right. Just common sense comes right. into play. But um, but okay. there's a reason the bathroom is so big. I mean, there's you know there's right. there's four of uh, seven options here. Right. Um. So now what's happened is I am here. There's someone in here, mm. and this is not the position you want to be in no. because. I'm getting this. <laughs> right. Immediately to your right, you're getting sounds, it, you're getting smells. It smells terrible. You know, yeah. we all know it's there, but mm-hmm. it is exceptionally bad right here. Right. It wafts out. Vicinity. There's a there's a positive <laughs> pressure inside the stall. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, so, you know, I'm just completely enraged by this situation. Right. Now, when you go – when I uh, there was a Mythbusters about this. Do you remember uh, – a lot of people, uh, they, they did a, a, st- a test without using video. I can't remember how they did it to see which stalls were the cleanest. Okay. And m- most people thought that this would be the cleanest. And that's the dirtiest because that's, that's what most people think. Because that's what most people think. <laughs> and it's a buffer to the urinal. Right. 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 So I do always use this one. The nearest stall. Right. Hoping <laughs> that the next person... We'll use some freaking common sense right. What's, and go right here. What stops you from using the far right? Okay. Is it just the handicap? That's a great question. Okay. All right. There is the far right option of the handicapped 
stall. You know, a lot of people like that stall, but there's two things. All right, you run the risk of someone walking in and yes. sighing, and you just violated their civil and rights. And you just feel like, oh, yeah. this guy's got to take a dump. I, I am fine. Also, the seats sometimes a little elevated. I've been on some yeah. where I'm like uh, a toddler you can, you can, and I'm kicking, <laughs> and I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> also, those those stalls for some reason I feel like the gap between the door tends to be bigger. It does. I don't know why they can't measure that you know, correctly. I don't know why we have gaps because in in like England and Japan, right? The, they just have all, all the way down yeah. to the floor bathrooms, right? You know what's what really sucks is when you start recognizing people's oh, shoes, no. shoes, and if you make eye contact, even through the mirror. At my old office, there was a guy that I think we were on the same schedule. <laughs> but the crazy thing was, is anytime I went in there, he was in there taking a dump. Yeah. But even if I was peeing, he was still in there taking a dump. And I thought to myself, is this guy just, is that a pair of fake legs? Some people just, if they're going to go in the bathroom, they're going to use the facility. Yes. You know? Yes. It just seemed. My work, yeah. if I may, has a, sim- a bathroom similar to this. Right. But in the hallway of the bathroom, there are four individual bathrooms. Oh. Yeah. For the. Two of which are wheelchair accessible. Yeah, that just kind of puts you on on stage there. But there's no one when there's no one at the office like right now. Yeah, yeah, those uh, well, are those are free true. reign. There was so at at Harmon's there was uh, one bathroom downstairs. It was one big bathroom. Oh. Sorry, not big. Well, it, a bathroom, one toilet seat. Okay, and there were several robust women because yeah. that's all I worked with. It was just me and twenty seven other women. Right. And uh, they would go in there and uh, not not take the jaunt up to the second floor. <laughs> yeah. And they would rip it, man. Yeah. And it would waft into our office. And really? I'm like, oh. It would get into the office space? Oh. Oh, that's yes. unacceptable. And did I, I did tell you. Did I tell you this? I can't remember. So right now at this ba- particular bathroom, if I have to blast one, I go uh, – down the hall a little bit to the to the one uh, on the other side of the building. Sure. Because this one, this one's door, it doesn't shut right. Uh, it has a, uh, the stopper mm-hmm. won't stay up. Mm, and okay. if we tape it up and someone rips it down, like the cleaners or something. Freaking cleaners. And so my first day here, I went in there, I took a dump, and the guy across the hall came in <laughs> <laughs> pulled up the stopper and shut the door. And I was like, well, I'm never coming in here again. Right, right. You know, the shoe incident, yeah. this is this is why I keep a pair of slippers at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> hidden. They're hidden only for the bathroom. <laughs> People always ask, are you changing your shoes? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's why? It's none of your business, man. All right? <laughs> Don't look at my slippers. Don't... <laughs> You gotta make well if you if you if anybody sees you with them then no 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 yeah then they, it's done I changed them in the stall maybe you should rotate hide them under my shirt rotate when I shoes <laughs> throughout the day right <laughs> anyway I just wanted to put this out here for people that are stupid and end up going here or here when they're all alone no if you're alone you go to a corner corner preferably the nearest this one because you know what if I'm in here I don't want you, I don't want to see your shoes right here no I don't want to see that no yeah. Because you're gonna see my shoes, and you're gonna you're gonna and obviously I do my best to hold off my 
most explosive right uh, until they've left right which sometimes like the other day I had to give this guy kind of a warning cuz he was taking a little too long in the mirror yeah you so like, I was like uh. oh, and then he got the point, and then after he left, you know, it was... Right. Yeah. It didn't stop <laughs> like, echoing for... Like, you don't want to be here for this, man. I'm right. telling you. So you just, you know, shoot one off the bow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let him know what's about to happen. This reminds me of the, the most inappropriate thing to do in a bathroom, in my opinion. Yeah. Is burping. Burping? Yeah. Why? It's just weird to me. I've talked about this before, to burp in a bathroom. Okay. I was taking a pee, probably at the number three urinal. I think I was at the number three. Okay. And someone was in the number one stall. Okay. And just belched. Ugh. And it's it scared me. <laughs> well, you're it's, right. It scared me. You're right. He might as well have taken a handgun and <laughs> <laughs> shot it up in the air. Bam! <laughs> an, an office pop. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever... But it scared me so bad, my, the, my pee hit the side, hit me in the eye. Have you ever won, like, yelped... In the bathroom because you were scared. <laughs> no, I've never. I, I feel like I have at least once because I didn't think someone was in there, and then it was a. Really <laughs> <laughs> and then that'd be so funny if if your if my fart caused someone to yelp. I don't think I could hold it together. <laughs> if I farted and someone went. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't believe you've actually done that. <laughs> and then have you ever laughed? I mean I've laughed. I'm sure I've laughed. <laughs> you know, yeah. you try not to. It's right. not that it's not funny, but some days no. you're just in the right and it's, it's just it's like it's, just, it's like giggling at a funeral. Yeah. You just can't stop <laughs> just it sometimes. The way it, the way it happens, you're just like right. oh good job. Right. Way to go. Nice out. Uh, All right. Anyway. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, more more next time, you know. <laughs> we get to play by play. You should put this diagram up in the bathroom <laughs> with numbers. Go here. If this one's full, go here. That's what we should do. You know, like at uh, the the DMV, they tell you which window to go to. Yeah. You just form a little line outside in the hall. Yeah. Stall one is now available. <laughs> Take a number in yeah. the hall. Please proceed to one. Number seven to stall one. You, you missed your window. Now serving number four. <laughs> you go up to the counter. I need to shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you take a number, sir? Yes. We already called it, and I missed it. Well, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to take another number. Yep, go to the back. Come back another day. Have you made an appointment? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you could, there's an app, man. Like, yeah. make an appointment on the app. To go to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> freaking DMV. Yeah, man. Oh. I like that. You should make this a shirt. Oh, that's a good idea. With numbers. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. Yep, that's the next. That's next week's shirt. Yeah, I like that. Have you ever? Uh, you know, we've talked about the simulation theory <laughs> many yes. times here before, extensively. And and I spoke about it at work with with, oh, really? with some guys at work because we were talking about uh, religion. Yeah, and I said, well, I mean, really, it's just the admin of the simulator sending down a. Well, you know, you, if you talk to a really religious person and you tell them about a. The simulation theory, they get like Scott, you know, like, what? How dare you? That's sacrilege. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Tell me about your religion. Right. God made us to come down and test us. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
no, I, I we, so I brought up SimTown to 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 my buds. I said, "Hey, you, we've all played SimTown, SimCity, or Sims. No, SimTown was the original, the original nineteen ninety seven Windows ninety five SimTown." Uh, all right. Regardless, I was like, "We've all played SimTown," and immediately Connor cut me off. He's like, "Oh man, I totally used to box in people." I was like, "There you go." The admins like to play tricks. I would just put in the cheat codes and bring yeah. in tornado. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, and that's what I said that, uh, you know, Elon Musk. What year did you say it came out? I had like 1997. It's probably 95. 95. You were, you were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the original SimTown, like planting grass by the pixel, man. Um, but, you know, I was saying that Elon Musk is an admin in our simulation. He came down here just to have some fun. Right, yeah, and but that you know, follows. religions, you know, like, you know, Joseph Smith saw God, like that's that was a that was part of the, the sim, like mm. they sent it down. All right, real to him, that's fine, <laughs> <laughs> but it's part of the sim. <laughs> but what's this new? You have uh, a new theory? Well, you know, <clears throat> most people think that uh, you know, in religion or the simulation theory. That were, you know, there's a couple different ways, but religion is, you know, we're here to be tested. Uh, simulation is either uh, we're all in our own simulation or just one of us is real and the rest of us are all well, simulated. Or Elon's theory, which is that there's reality uh-huh. and then sim upon sim upon sim upon sim. It's like a pyramid scheme, Ooh. which is why he said the math would dictate that we're much more likely to be in a sim to be in the reality because there's only one reality oh and we would be in the reality if if it's reality we'd be in that one reality if we're in a sim we're one of the millions of sims that have been made oh man right that's 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 why i mean that's my understanding of what he was saying i could be way off but i was thinking you know looking at my life what if i'm here because uh in a simulation as some sort of a punishment That actually falls in line with some religious philosophies. True. But here's what made me think about this, right? You know, you hear, uh, you hear news stories. I think the, this particular one was about someone who went and, and broke a bunch of pelicans' wings or something. Ew. And, uh, or did something to Is that a metaphor? No. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, uh, people that hurt, hurt animals. I, just, I really... It fills me with rage. Right. Uh, and I was like, what could be the, a punishment that is so horrific? You know, and then you're like, well, they, they kill somebody's, uh, you know, uh, somebody's mom, then we have to kill their mom. I'm like, well, that's not really fair Dude, wait. to anybody, right? So the only fair way to really punish someone is to put them in a simulation and have them live out their life. I'm, I'm having chills. Yeah? The Holy Ghost is <laughs> telling me something. So the dude who wrote Minority Report, did you watch the Netflix thing? It's a movie about the simulation I theory. realize that I started it, but I haven't finished it. The dude who wrote Minority Report, uh-huh. the author, was speaking in France uh-huh. to a group of fans and had basically a fucking manifesto oh, really? about simulation and just went off. And the right. fans didn't know what to make of it because he was also speaking through a translator. <laughs> <laughs> so, But remember in Minority Report... When they when he goes to the prison, uh-huh. and the the uh, prison guard, whatever mm-hmm. I don't the guy that plays the organ for him, 
he's like, they look sleepy, but inside, busy, busy, busy. <laughs> and I was like, that's why when you said that, I'm like, oh, shit, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. The next step for prisons is to be plugging you in freaking copper top. And then maybe that's what we already are. Right. I don't know what I would have done. I, I don't know. Did divorce somebody or something? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I robbed a bunch of people. Well, we have no idea what. You, I mean, you're working on the assumption that the morals in this simulation That's are true. the same as the morals That's out. That's you know? true. For all we know, you helped someone. That's true. And they're well, like, oh, fine. We're going to put you in a place where you're supposed to help people. <laughs> as punishment? <laughs> yeah, as punishment. <laughs> because we know you won't. You're going to be the guy that stops a pay it forward and McDonald's <laughs> tries to. <laughs> I mean, isn't that doesn't that follow with most theologies though? That you're if you're not good, your eternity well, yeah. is a repeating right. That's, cycle uh, of hell. Right, right. But in this theory there there's a sentence end and sure. then maybe like, you wake up and they're like, Here's your uh Here's your wallet and <laughs> and your your keys and <laughs> the, the clothes you came in with. the clothes you came in with, but you know it's only been like a day there, you know. Oh, I oh yeah. man, you know, there's an episode of Star Trek, right? It's called The Inner Light. Yeah. It won a bunch of uh, Emmys and stuff. It's a really good episode, and in it, uh, Picard gets uh, he they they encounter this probe and he gets hit by some sort of a beam and he just collapses on the bridge okay and then he wakes up and he's um he's in this city this well, small city um and he with a wife and a, a young child and he's part of this community and you know for a little bit he's like i, I don't understand you know he, he doesn't know what's going on yeah but you know after a few days he kind of accepts that that what he the 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 memories of of the ship the star trek ship the enterprise was actually a dream and he's in his actual oh, reality shit, man. and so he lives an entire lifetime and i'm going to have to watch this episode and uh you know he has kids grandkids and then um he dies or the planet's destroyed i can't remember but the, anyway the then he wakes up and it's only been like a few minutes or an hour i can't remember since since he he passed out because he wakes back up on the bridge on they the haven't bridge. even and that would be um, so existentially devastating it, it was for him. <laughs> like it, it was a weird it was a weird thing for him like he he had all the memories and um the people who the the the, the race of aliens that did it did it because their planet was destroyed and they had the technology to um uh, it was like as a reminder to their civilization like the story of their civilization is like a vr yeah essentially. like <laughs> you can go back and watch right and man he brings back like because when he was there he learned to play this flute and so Get he out. has a song that he, his son taught him that he plays and it, it's it's interesting i mean i've definitely had dreams that evoked emotion right not just in the dream like later in the day, I have I'll be, to. I'll yeah. think about it. You know, maybe it's about someone who passed, or just something generally. Right. That's interesting. I see where you're going with this, though. In one, in some generation of of our criminal justice system, mm -hmm. you get plugged in for five minutes, and that five minutes 
is a lifetime to teach you how to behave. I mean, and wouldn't that be better than what we do now? Absolutely. How, how certainly be cheaper if you kept all your memories of everything that had happened. Yeah. And your in your punishment. Yeah. Then you would be a completely different person. Yeah. You'd have a lot more empathy. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just interesting, right? It's totally. You know, there's probably like a 99% chance that's what's happening right now. I hope so. That'd be pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> like, and it just happens in the courtroom. Well, I just hope in my... Like, you wake up in the courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, you know, like the Hindu religion. You get reborn. Yeah. So maybe one of the punishments is like being a cricket or something. Yeah. They're like... So I've never gone into this in the show, yeah. personally, uh-huh. but my personal beliefs are leading me down a path of of like more of a reincarnation style uh-huh consciousness like a it's just a big pool of consciousness right yeah like i don't know how to explain it yet because i don't know it but that's just kind of where i am right now mm-hmm. so that's, no, that's it is a it's a very interesting concept and i i do think that uh irreligious people blow off simulations like it's absurd no this is a sim- and it's exactly the same thing that they believe right we're gonna send you down there well what am i gonna be well we're gonna we're you'll gonna, be in a carbon sleeve we're gonna put you in a body yeah that's in a body like what, what we call it a body quote yeah. unquote yeah and it's what it is uh, yeah really really interesting because there's some stuff you can't like even some simple stuff like deja vu man that's true i mean i know that there are theories for it not a lot of good ones, but I mean the brain. Uh, it I, is the freaking weirdest thing, though. Right. I hate it. And I there's really... and there's there's like levels. Yeah, oh yeah. Of deja vu. There's uh, some where you're like, oh, this seems this is familiar. familiar. And there's like, I have done this before. Right. I knew you were I've gonna had, say that. That, that has yeah. happened to me so many times, and I'm like, like there's gonna be I a day. Dream this? What? I feel like I'm gonna have a deja vu one day where I literally like dodge a fist or a bullet <laughs> because of the deja vu. Right? Oh, that'd be crazy. I'll be like, whoa. And they'll be like, how'd you do that? I'm like, fucking deja vu, man. Simulation. <laughs> Simulation. I'm always one step ahead. I pay I pay homage and tithing to the simulator. <laughs> the admin. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Joe. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's that got me thinking. I almost we might need to pause the show. <laughs> like <laughs> Well, the next topic, the next topic is it's going to really make you think it's one of our favorite things to talk about, and that's trans people in athletics. Okay, I want to go there, but what's this excuse generator you have? Oh, we could save that for okay, the Okay, we'll save that. So, Trans Olympics. So, have you heard about... Um, there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the Olympic trials. Right. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. Where's the, the newest one? To give you a baseline of my understanding... Uh-huh. If you are competing in a female sport, uh-huh. your testosterone levels have to be below a certain amount for 12 straight months. Right. Because there is that woman, I forget her name, who was who is was born a female but has abnormally high testosterone. Oh, Who right. they're not letting compete. Right, right, right. Which I understand, but I'm also like, well, wait a second. You know, we've talked about, should we cut? The webbed toes on some swimmers, you know, like I, where, how far are we taking this? Right, you know, like if you're in the NBA, sorry, you, if you're over six ten, you can't play. <laughs> right, like where, 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 I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so the Laurel Hubbard, uh, she's from New Zealand, 
and um, she transitioned in 2004, and she was approved to be in the uh, weightlifting. Well, it's always going to be okay one way, right? For sports. What do you mean? Sorry. If what? you... If you Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was thinking about this wrong. So Laurel was born a man. Right. Okay. No, I was thinking of the other way. No, no, no. Um, so she competed as a weightlifter uh, when, as, a, as, as, a as a man. Okay. And now is going to the Olympics as a female. Okay. And you might be surprised, but it's caused a bit of a <laughs> kerfuffle. You think? <laughs> Look at, I mean, I just Googled her here on the screen. Uh, petition highlights debate on transgender athletes at Olympics. Tokyo Olympics backlash against Laura Hubbard. Laura Hubbard suffers testicle injury ahead of Tokyo. <laughs> that one doesn't. <laughs> that one doesn't play a role. But anyway, I don't. I'm, I I I want to look how okay. <laughs> so she's not fully transitioned. She's not. Well, oh, she has an, a testicle injury. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. So I mean, I, whatever your definition of fully is, huh. I don't know. Anyway. So. I don't know. I just guess I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, looking so, at her, looking at her record, her record, it's good. Does it like destroy the other women? N- like not necessarily, but it's good. She has l- several golds from not Olympic golds, but sure, world championships. Um, sure, or other other. There, there's tournaments. a uh, Polynesian something or other that she competed in that she beat. Yeah, I mean Polynesian women are typically there's a lot of. There's a lot of right. big, strong, yes. um, and she crushed them. So I'll, I'm going to pull out an Adam Conover on you. I had to think of his name. That's why I Googled that real quick. Because he was on Joe Rogan. He talked about this a little bit, and I watched the clip. Um, you know, Joe is, Joe is opposed to this right. on, it, on its surface. He's, obviously, he's not really like a dickhead about it. Uh, but he had Adam on his show. Adam ruins everything. Right. Oh, right. Okay. And Adam said, look, I don't know what the answer is. Right. I just know that this is the way the world is going, so we're going to have to figure it out. That's true. So, like, this rule that the Olympics made of testosterone levels below a certain level for 12 months straight, okay, that's a start. I see that as a start to solving this this dilemma. Right. Right? We're, we're, we're at the very beginning of a very difficult dilemma in sports to figure out how we can do this because it's not going to go away. Right. And, you know, really, what happens at these Olympics with Laura, Laurel? Laurel, Laurel. yeah. Um, will probably influence things one way or the other. Yeah, if she, if she if cleans she, up and wins... That's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem for her and the community. Right. I hope that she kind of knows that. Going right. in, because if she has the chip on her shoulder, I need to prove something. It's gonna backfire in a it's huge hard, man, way. Athletes are just like they're programmed to win. Oh, I know. You it's know? not like you can go in there and you know. I'm gonna get a unless silver. you're the Jazz, then you can go in there and just <laughs> dude don't just bring quit it up. at the don't end. Don't bring it up, man. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Um, but I mean, what do you think? The testosterone thing makes it a little better for me. But 
I, it's really I think what I think is going to depend on the results sure. of this Olympics. If the if it's if it's if she does clean house, then I'm going to be like, well, oh, I don't know, man. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe we should have Ethan on uh-huh. the doctor. My understanding is that that men are born with just more volume of muscle upper upper body. Yes. So as a weightlifter, I don't what is she is she doing a, sp- a particular is she doing deadlifts or whatever whatever. Either way it's it's there is obviously a lot of uh lower body legs and abs and stuff, but upper body it's my understanding that men are born with just more mass there. Right. So controlling the testosterone might not be enough if that's the direction we're going to go with how to how to deal with this right you know uh, aside I mean, from their own games yeah you know like which is what you put here on the rundown just as but, but uh that that that's going to put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths no it's kind of like when you know like when Oscar Pistorius ran right you know, oh, right. with no legs, and and there were people who even complained about that, saying he has no calf muscles to fatigue. We're like, okay, yeah, but he, and he's not just doing like, he's not on the not doing just stair lifts, right? <laughs> he's running, <laughs> you know. Um, it is, but I don't know. I could, from an athlete's point of view, if I had pushed and worked super hard. Because obviously you have to to be in the Olympics. Like it's your job, it's your life, right? For the most part. Um, and someone just came in. Well, let's let's look at it. I don't know. Let's look at it this way. All right. Let's say well, uh, the dunk contest, mm-hmm. albeit mostly for show. Right. Just consider that for a second. Okay. Dwight Howard is seven feet tall. I think maybe seven one. And he was competing against Nate Robinson, who I believe is 5'9"? Let's look. He's not the... Uh, Nate Robinson. He won it twice. 5'9". He's 5'9". Dwight Howard is, just to get it right, uh, is 6'10". I appreciate your... I appreciate this, this analogy, but... It's this is a it's a competition based on style, not so much well, sheer. Dwight won it though. Oh, did he? I don't know when he I, he's won it before. I'm pretty sure. I don't know when he beat Nate Robinson, but the but do you see where I'm going with this? Like yeah. it's much more of a feat to be able to jump. When you're five nine, and that's my size, uh-huh. to to dunk up, I can't even touch the bottom of the net, right? You know. Oh yeah, I mean, so if the competition was vertical leap ability, mm-hmm. then Nate would win. If the competition was how high can you touch, mm-hmm. then Dwight would win, right? You know. So there's always going to be what what appears as an athlete to be an unfair advantage. Right, I mean, yeah, even the way to a certain extent. I mean, you only have to watch one race of Michael Phelps to uh, see how much longer he stays underwater doing the dolphin kick. Right, like I feel like they're gonna make a rule about that eventually. Like you have to come up before the halfway point of the pool. 
because there were times where he would go 25 meters underwater before he would ever start stroking, you know? <laughs> and and it was crazy. Sorry. Like I just Googled strongest woman in the world and something kind of <laughs> disturbing came up. <laughs> so I, I, at the end of the day, I think I'm just happy with any amount of progress at all. So if if she gets in, well, she's in. If she cleans up and it creates a controversy, hopefully that leads to a solution. That's true. Right? If she goes and she comes in third or loses altogether, well, there's your example. Right. Of that it's not necessarily this giant benefit. I mean... It's just really hard. It's really, really hard to to say what's unfair and what's not. Was it unfair that the Bulls had Michael Jordan? (laughs) Right? Well, no, because he practiced more than everybody. I think it's... You could just go any direction with sports, and it's really hard. Perhaps we just need to meld the two together. <laughs> you know? Um, It'd be interesting to know what the what the difference is between male weight and female weight records. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let me just... Here, I'll just hurry and do it real quick. Female deadlift record. Female deadlift record is 683 pounds. Male deadlift record is 1,100 pounds. That's almost double. 40% more. I mean... That's a deadlift, but... So... Which is actually a lot of legs. I'm really surprised it's that... Well, yeah. It's legs and back, right? For deadlift? Yeah, Yeah, of course. I mean... So there's not even any upper body there. I'm there. Yeah, but no. So that (laughs) I mean, not as... Relatively, right? Right. So that one comes down to maybe, maybe it is testosterone. It's really interesting. Um, I mean, was it fair that the Clippers had Patrick Beverly <laughs> score 39 points? Like Terrence Mann. Oh, Terrence Mann. That's yeah. what it was. No, it's not fair. It's not fair. Okay. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that will be the most interesting story out of these Olympics uh, because it sounds like they're going to be pretty boring. <laughs> because there's not going to be any spectators or well, a lot of people aren't going. What is with Japan? What is with Japan? They had they had some of the lowest case rates. They they seem to manage it really well, and now their vaccination rate is some of the lowest in the world. Probably because it went okay. Uh, you know, well, but it's still they're you, still under lockdown and stuff there. They're, right. they're still. I think they're super scared about the Olympics. So maybe it's probably a little over, like not overkill, but they're going. You know, they're in high gear well, because of the Olympics. Yeah, but, well, that's, yeah, but so what's with them and not being vaccinated? I don't know. I, I mean, know. they have the means to do it. Do they? Yeah, from what I understand, I mean. I, I don't know, man. Have you, I mean, even in the States, have you seen the warnings lately about the Delta variant? Yeah. Like that we're going to have severe hot spots. Well, I'm sure. I like, don't, this is going to. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like I'm ready to be a little bit done with it. Of course. I, I mean everybody is. Yeah. Obviously I'm not the only person. I'm not I'm the one person that's like <laughs> you know what? I'm so sick of this. What are you talking about? I have a me. That reminds me. I was there was a commercial the other day for some I think it was Microsoft Teams, maybe Microsoft Teams. And it was this bike shop and they're like, you know, we we were doing really killer business and then the coronavirus hit oh, and yeah. we tanked and i was like oh we 
I hadn't heard of the coronavirus affecting any businesses. <laughs> I right. didn't. Yeah. I did. Was there any further explanation needed in that commercial? Right. Like, yes, we get it. <laughs> I mean, this is. Uh, I. I think Darwin would be excited right now <laughs> because he, you're legitimately seeing it in the United States. There's every single COVID death is preventable now. Yeah, because and everyone has access to a vaccine. I think that's. I think. I think we just need to get back. To normal like yeah. i don't think but when it like mississippi uh-huh is at 50 percent have one dose right not even close to what a herd immunity number would need to be right especially for the delta variant which is more likely to hospitalize you mm-hmm. 18 to 24 year olds not getting vaccinated yeah I don't... right so there we have a whole generation right there in some states that could get sick and with one that's really shitty, like it's worse. And the problem isn't that those people get sick and die. That is problem number one. Problem number two is the longer this virus has the ability to mutate, mm-hmm. the more likely it is that the vaccines we've received will not be effective. They're already saying that people with Johnson & Johnson might need a booster well, yeah. for the Delta variant. Johnson & Johnson is like... <laughs> It's like the Southwest Airlines of <laughs> the Spirit Airlines but of, if we, of vaccines. If we were at hundred percent, even Johnson and Johnson, yeah, the virus would not have the opportunity to mutate to a more lethal or a, a form that is more effective against the vaccine. So, so that just poses the question: Is this just going to be like the flu? We just have it forever now? That's. I think that's what. I don't think anyone wants to say that. But that's how the flu is. There's yep. variants, and they they make a vaccine every year, and they kind of roll yep. the dice on what, what is going to be the prominent They do their best variant. guess on what the variant will be. And, uh, I mean, since herd immunity at this point seems, <laughs> I don't know. Not in the entire United States, for sure. No, there are some states that are there. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't matter as long as we have free travel between states. You know, right, right, so, right, 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 right. It's, it's, it should just be a law. It should just be mandatory. Just do it. Just get vaccinated. Have you not seen enough people vaccinated yet? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, if you think that there's something wrong with the vaccine. Wouldn't we? Wouldn't you know by now? I mean, it's been like, what, four or five months? Like, wouldn't we be slurring our words? Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, <laughs> You think it's time delayed? Like how <laughs> how deep are we going in the conspiracy? The microchip here? doesn't ap- appear until herd a year immunity. later. Yeah, once <laughs> once we hit herd immunity, beep 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 beep. Bill beep, Gates beep. has a giant red button with a ticker above it, and the ticker is the percentage. Uh huh. Once we get to herd immunity, whatever that is, you know, seventy eight point eight percent. He hits the big red button. Everybody's activated, and it's like, uh, what's that show, man? The Kingsman. Oh yeah! Remember the SIM card thing? Explode? Yeah. Uh, I think the best the best defense was the TikTok of this former soldier that's like, I don't know how they're gonna make a (laughs) microchip because we had all this GPS equipment in Iraq and it didn't work and it was the size (laughs) of our truck and so (laughs) not to there's another one about the military who's like anybody who's afraid. Don't join the military. Right. They don't even give you a choice. Yeah. You're just walking in a line and you get stuck like <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> uh, this might turn you into walrus, but we're willing to take that risk. Yeah, we're for sure sick of talking about it. Just go get it, man. Yeah. Stop letting it mutate because it, it 
like I said, is Darwin, man. Like, it's real, real time. In real time, especially if it's these 18 to 24-year-olds. Real time Darwin. That's a good name for a band. That is true. That's a good one. They're going to be at Warp Tour. But think about it, right? So The concept they- behind Darwin is that if you are less good at something, you're less likely to breed and or survive long enough to breed. Well, So if you're 18 to 24 not getting the vaccination. Right. And you die. It's real so time. So only going to be millennials left? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's old people, millennials, and then kids. <laughs> only in some states. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know. Well, I think uh, you've seen the movie Mediocracy, right? Or Idiocracy? No. I've, really? I know. I know. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. It's... Uh... But yes, it's a, it's a total comedy. It's a terrible movie, but at the same time, you're like, "Oh, this is this is definitely going to happen." Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't I don't often uh, talk negatively about uh, Mormons on the show. You mean you can't say the M word? That's well, that's just what people now. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. However, some news broke this last week that was very, very interesting. Mm. The church partnered with the NAACP to try and overcome their past racism. That has been brought to light quite effectively through Twitter ca- or, uh, TikTok right. and Twitter campaigns. The problem is in, the, in Mormon scripture, there is still racist... Right. philosophies so as much as you say you're sorry until you get rid of those verses you're gonna have a problem but that that's neither here nor there so the church partners with the NAACP they have a giant press conference about this partnership okay they have decided to donate two million dollars per year for the next three years to encourage service and help to those in need among the black community how much two million dollars per year for the next three years six million Wow. The Latter-day Saints have committed Wh- wow. I know, committed to fund a $1 million scholarship oh. donation per year for 3 years. Wow. And finally, the church will donate $250,000 oh. to create the Amos C. Brown Student Fellowship to Ghana. It's, it's a lot of money in Ghana, sure. All right. Just did some quick math though. Okay. We know the church has one account, one single account. With one hundred billion dollars in it, liquid that we know of, they could they could withdraw the cash now. It's not an asset; it's liquid. That that's one that we know about. So let's just go with that for a second, okay? Mm-hmm. I took the two hundred fifty thousand dollars out of the math because <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. But the six million and the three million, nine million dollars over three years, mm-hmm. okay? That's not even Mitt Romney's tithing. <laughs> no. $9 million is 0.009% of that $100 billion. Wow. Okay? So I wanted to know... Well, Jesus is going to need it to help the, the meek and, and the weak and right. impoverished. And- so I just wanted to know what that looked like for me. Uh-huh. So I said, let's pretend that my net worth is $100,000. Okay. It's actually might be close based on the equity of my home, mm-hmm. right? Other retirement funds, that kind of thing. Let's oh. just say it's a hundred grand. You have a retirement? <laughs> I'm really counting on the lottery for that. Right. So, <laughs> so I think it's fair. Go with a hundred grand, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, if my uh, 
net worth is $100,000, it's the equivalent of me donating $9. Oh, that'll get somebody through college. $9. This isn't the best part, though. Mm -hmm. The best part is that they had a giant press conference to show the world that they're partnering with the NAACP, donating $9,250,000 to black causes, right? Hey, hey, wait. You would be giving $9.25. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) The next day or two, later that week, the press leaks that the church has bought a hotel in Maui for $148 million. A hotel? A hotel. Because we're conal- they're colonizing it. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. The church owns a lot of Hawaii already. Do they? Yes. And, by the way, they own 2% of Florida. Really? Yeah. They outbid Bill Gates for farmland for $200 million on, on another purchase that was leaked to the press. My point is they had this giant press conference for this $9 million partnership with the NAACP, but then behind the scenes, they write a check for or $148 million to buy a hotel in Maui and $200 million to buy this farmland to outbid Bill Gates, who is the wow. largest farm owner, landowner, by the way. Now. Really? Yeah. What does he do with it? He farms. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he owns so much land, man. He just farmlands. So um, that's my two cents on the, on the church recently. Uh, church to, buys Washington Ranch and Hawaiian Hotel. You don't have to get me going more. Wait. It's a Marriott hotel? Don't they pretty much already <laughs> have dibs on that? I mean, they bought it from themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Marriotts are well known right. LDS people. They they put a Book of Mormon instead of a Bible. Do they really? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. The Gideons? You never stayed at a Marriott? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh yeah, they put in a uh This Book of Mormon is placed here by the Gideons. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um Ethiopia have you been following this? Uh, no. Well, I have watched a show um, called Ethiopian Ethiopian Hoarders. Ethiopian Hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it got like this. It's just a paper on the floor. It's <laughs> awful. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> so uh, we talked on last show, and I think the show before that about Israel and Palestine. Oh yeah, I remember them. It's a big deal. Sure. No, it's not in the news anymore, so it's not a problem. <laughs> it's a big deal. There was some, it seemed like war crimes. It was a bullshit fight on both sides. I get it, right? Right. Hamas has some problems. They need to back off, but Israel also needs to. Well, they got rid of uh, Netanyahu. They did get rid of Netanyahu. Kind of crazy. But I, I was listening to the radio and heard about this civil war in Ethiopia and realized that I knew nothing about it. And I immediately felt like shit (laughs) because I know so much about Israel and Palestine. So I thought I would take this little platform we have and tell people about what's going on in Ethiopia. If you're okay with that. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) So um, they are trying to have a democracy. Okay. They've Uh had elections. Um, but they have a prime minister. His name is Abiy Ahmed. Mm. And in northern Ethiopia, Sounds like a terrorist from twenty four. <laughs> does man? I'll put this up real quick. Um, in northern Ethiopia, there is a region known as the Tigray 
region or Tigray. I don't know how to say it. It actually looks very small, kind of the way that Gaza looks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's bordered by Eritrea, the country. There's a country named Eritrea? Yeah. Okay. North of Ethiopia. Wow. Um, Ethiopia is Africa's second most populous country with 115 million people. Wow. It's a lot of people. It's also the oldest country in the world, by the way. Huh. Um, for some reason, the prime minister does not like the politics that are coming out of Tigray. So it is the, it's like, what is it called? The um, something liberation front is the name of the Tigray People's Liberation Front is a terrorist group, according to the New York Times here. And there have been reports of thousands of ethnic Tigrayans around Ethiopia. Um, But what's happened is the prime minister sent some militias up there to snuff them out, erupted in violence. Um, The fighting has displaced 1.7 million people from their homes, and more than 63,000 have fled to Sudan, okay, which is uh, northwest. So they haven't gone to Eritrea, they've just gone to Sudan. Right. Um, more than 5 million people in Tigray's population urgently need assistance. The soldiers that the prime minister sent up there are not just killing people, they're, they're committing awful, awful crimes. Mm-hmm. Rapes, you know, uh, just, just terrible. Um, and it's interesting to me that we just don't hear about it. I know that we're manipulated. I know that. Right. But it's just disappointing when it's at this level, you know? Well, I think what, well, I don't know. Like, what what do you think about U.S. interfering or helping or? (sighs) Well, we clearly do it. Right. When we want to. That's what I mean. Like, there's no interest for us down there. But some make some would make the argument that there was no interest in Libya. Well, yeah. Right? Or Vietnam. <laughs> or Vietnam, but, or you know, Iraq, Obama... Or Iraq or Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Obama launched missiles into Libya during the Arab Spring. Korea. I mean, we knew about Syria. We knew about the people being displaced from Syria right. and the tent cities in Turkey because of that. And then going, you know, the boats trying to get to, uh, was it Greece? Mm-hmm. We know about that. Right. But why, you know, this is a New York Times article, sure. But it's not, certainly not flooding the feed, yeah. so to speak. But that is, you bring up an interesting point, which I've talked with a few people, and that is a fundamental disagreement that people have. Whether what, we should. What is America's not. responsibility as, as a world power? Some would say the world's only superpower, which is kind of true. <laughs> kind of. Our military is huge. It is. It's bigger than anybody's. By a lot. <laughs> it's like our military is bigger than the next 12 countries combined. Yes. Yeah. Um, but in terms of... Actually, I don't know if that's true. It, it's military spending. That's true. The population, we should, be, we should clarify. Military spending is more than the next 12 countries. I think that China may have more soldiers, but we definitely have more planes and stuff than they do. They definitely have more soldiers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Russia's still a player, Mm -hmm. right, in the Middle East, uh, at least. So China definitely, (coughs) I don't know. I've gone back and forth on this issue. What what are your 
Where are you? <sighs> well, based on all the other uh, instances we have been involved in since Vietnam, since World War II, really, um, I would say it might be in their people's best interest for us not to get for involved. For us to stay out. Because we really haven't... I don't know. Maybe I'm completely off base here, but have we done a lot of good in the world since World War II? I mean, that's it's a it's a tough blanket. I know that's that's kind of a blanket, and I know that we have we've done. I mean, there was definitely stuff we did, good things we did in Vietnam. There's good things we did in Iraq and Afghanistan, but you also well, there's thousands of civilians. Sorry, millions, millions of civilians that have died, and. It's hard. It would be hard for me to. I would. I'm open minded. I mean, but it would ha- be hard for me to listen to any argument about things that we did good in Korea or Vietnam. Well, we did bring Vietnamese people here, didn't we? Some of them. Yeah, but we caused it. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, uh, Iraq is probably, with the exception of, if you're. If you value American life more than any other, uh-huh. then that one's gone better. Quote like unquote. If, if you're if you're putting together, you know, you're a marketing team for the U.S. <laughs> U.S. military engagements. Yeah, you know, you're going to do a lot of showcasing of World War II, and then skip over. It'll the just 50s feel, we've and also 60s and been 70s. in Vietnam, and you know, don't right. really say what happened there. In our most recent conflict, only three thousand soldiers died. Yeah, yeah, but if you value life at the same level. We've killed millions of Iraqis and Afghanis. Right. So you're right. Maybe it's more about figuring out a way to help without bringing the fo- – because we, when we come, we come. Right. We don't – you know, even if they just send planes, Right. our planes are – Yeah, it, it doesn't. Nothing uh, else matters. I yeah. doubt that – that they even, even the, have an Air Force, no, even, <laughs> and and if they did, it it wouldn't matter. I mean, even just tomahawks, man. Yeah, we could send a, a ship out there in next to Yemen, and you just know, tomahawk them. It's kind of it's, you know what else though. Not to go back to Star Trek, but you know, aliens or in Star Trek, they have the uh, their their number one rule, um, the Prime Directive from the Federation. Yeah, and that's a do not interfere policy. Uh, with anything, and which was like, isn't isn't every episode kind of about that dilemma? No, it is. Yeah. There are a lot of episodes about. I'm not. Uh, I'm not talking crap. I'm no, just no, saying, no, yeah, no. You're yeah, right. Yeah. It, but the the dilemmas come up right where there's a civilization in a world that's underdeveloped that they could save, but they don't. Yeah. Because they they need to let nature play out its course because. What happens when that civilization uh, does progress, and then they wipe out other civilizations, mm-hmm. and then who's to blame? Which is is actually true. This happened, right? We helped Afghanistan beat Russia, right? And in return, a couple decades later, they flew planes into our buildings. Well, that was actually. Uh, I don't think any Afghans did that at all. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But the Taliban housed in Afghanistan okay. provided support. Yes. You're right. They were all uh what they uh, They were all Saudis. Yeah. <laughs> Which we Which we haven't done anything we haven't to done, them. We're still cool with them. Like, Fuck. Um 
so I will say, okay, I have a point. Uh-huh. I have something. Every time we've intervened, we've given weapons and fought right. to try and change the order, to try and change them to democracy, right? Korea and Vietnam, we were afraid of communism spreading. We wanted to change them to democracy, even in Iraq. Remember the purple thumbs yeah. or fingers when they voted? Yeah. We always try and change people to democracy. I've come to the realization that not everybody wants democracy. Some people are okay to be ruled, you know. It's just, uh, you know, honestly, uh, this is going to sound weird, but if you if you were able to find the perfect leader, right, then, okay. Right. You know, <laughs> right. but that's impossible. Right. It is, it's near impossible to find one that would that would actually work for everybody right. and not have their own interests at heart. Or you can't have every, even if they had no self interests you can't you satisfy. Can't, you can't, yeah. That is everyone's, it's yeah. still They're still going to have because views. Because there are people who still want gay people to die. Right. So, okay. Right. Um, so, I mean, but I do, I mean, I do understand, I understand what you're saying. That is, that is factual that some people, I don't know if it's whether they're, it's just what they're used to and. Right. And that it just seems to work for them. Well, even Iraq, man, they certainly celebrated when we killed Saddam. Yeah. But they quickly realized the stabilization that he brought. Right. Now, it was through killing his opposition. Right. Um, but, it, it was, but it was stable. So what if, what if the mindset shifted to, we don't care what you guys do, we're just going to come in there and take all of your weapons? <laughs> Well, right from both sides. Yeah. Oh. Well, then they're just going to use sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but at least then we could stand between them with guns. That would be that would be great, but that's not possible. Some other country would swoop in and sell guns. Russia, China, any any of their next door neighbors. You're right. I'm we can't being, we can't police the world like that. I'm being idealist. That's 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 like the, but the problem is we have to. And we can look at Syria as an example, you know. Um, even the South Vietnamese didn't necessarily do good things. But look at Syria. We don't know who to kill. Well, then that would be my other point is, you know, in this civil war, whose side do you take? Right. Um, I, I'm sure there is a side that probably... It's almost like... It, but But whichever side we pick would be a side that more associates with our values and right. who's to say that that is the right side right you know i mean during world war Two, the germans were clearly in the wrong but they they didn't see it that way right you know i mean some we've talked about that time. Sure. some of them did and, and and what have you but you know the the japanese they didn't see it that way um so that's that's you just you pick one side and then you hope for the best and that's kind of i I don't know man that star trek uh the prime directive it starts to make a lot of sense occasionally and it's true it it, it is you know it's terrible and i think the united states has done better at that right but let's take uh let's take yemen for example Mm -hmm. they had a massive civil war massive famine Anytime the UN or WHO tried to get food in there, it was stolen. Right. So let's say, okay, we don't want to intervene. We just want to make sure innocent people don't die. Yeah. 
and they and then one side stops us from doing that mm. or both sides right what do we do then well then i guess we have to <laughs> you know continue our our work and but i guess that's the prime directive is you wouldn't even give them food yeah I, I guess if we were going to do anything in these situations, maybe just if people wanted to get out, we mm. could take them and, and move them to a country where... Which is uh, what we did with the Jews. <laughs> and that's <laughs> panned out it's so working well. working out well. You know, uh, but in fairness, despite Gaza, it actually... The Israel is... It's kind... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a world power. It's They've got nuclear weapons. They've got a... Huge well, army, a huge air force. Regardless, <laughs> they they are somewhat of a success story. So is Japan. We <laughs> so we should be forcing if if we're going to use our might, yeah, it should be to force other countries to take more refugees. I don't like that, but it's tough. I I mean, for one, you know how I feel about this. I think that our borders should be open to any refugee. And right now we have it capped in right. like some fucking stupid notes, like 65,000 per year. Meanwhile, 1.6 million are displaced in Ethiopia, 2 million are displaced in Syria. Like, and not to mention all of Central America that's at war, you know? It's, I don't know. It's, it's an incredibly, when you actually, it's, it's and it, this, is, this is terrible, but you, if you don't put it out of your mind... It may drive you crazy because the answer to these questions, there is, there's not really a good one. I don't see, like, well, back to refugees and immigration just generally, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, a belief I've held for years is, is essentially amnesty. Document people, give them a social security number, fingerprint them. You can keep them on a shorter leash if you want. But if they're immigrants or refugees, right, mm-hmm. What, what's the what's the problem? What's the, is it is it? If, I mean, we could. I'm certainly open to entertaining the argument of infrastructure that we don't have enough resources to to sustain people. I mean, if you've never been to the West or the the Prairie, then I think that's misguided. You know. Well, you we don't have a lot of water out here. Out here, kind of a problem. in the wet, in the desert. But go to the like, uh, Detroit. Why? Why can't s- we figure out a way to just start? funneling uh flood water to, right. <laughs> to other places. I just want I just want people to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Imagine if January 6th spiraled mm-hmm. and we, we we were in a civil war. Right. And you said, "I don't want any fucking part of this." Mm-hmm. And you went to Canada or Mexico, Australia, or Australia and they said no. I guess I'd have to sneak in. Right? You go to the border of Canada, and they say, no. And so there's a tent city right there on the border of Canada and America because Canada won't let people in. Like, people, we need to humanize refugees is my point. If, we, if, if January 6th turned into a civil war in your backyard where you thought your kids, your grandparents, your family were in danger, mm-hmm. and you said, fuck it, I'm leaving. Right. But the people you go to for help say no. That, well, you know, the nice thing is that most other countries are way better than America. <laughs> starts that stuff. Goes. You know, it's like, it's like watching Handmaid's Tale. You're forgetting we're white. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's like if you watch Handmaid's Tale and you're like, okay, you know, Canada is acting as the country that takes in all the American refugees. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's remake Handmaid's Tale 
and where Canada says no. Right? Like, that's what's happening. No. Right? We understand that literally 50 feet away from here, you might be kidnapped, you might be raped, you might be murdered. But, sorry. You know. Like, it's, it's bullshit. And you're absolutely right that if the more, if you let it consume you, nothing else matters. I mean, <clears throat> the problem is, is that that every every scenario has a downside and and you know trump trump said you know he he pushed the whole they're rapists and they're coming to kill and that's you know that's not happening but it does happen sure you know and so you get there's it's hard to to say okay let's let in everything and then think bad things start happening but then what do you do you you kick them out you ship them back to where they i mean right i don't know man that's what we're doing now you know prime directive (laughs) (laughs) it's it's what we're doing now we need to but okay let me ask you a question about the prime directive if do they break it all the time if another species asked for asylum they give it to them they give it to them Uh that's the difference they do right Uh if hypothetically yeah let's take this Mexico's in a state of... They also of, have, like, tons of worlds in the Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say Mexico's in a state of civil war. Uh-huh. And 10 million people are refugees right. from the war. And we bring them all in. Uh-huh. Once you have no people in a land, it really has no value anymore. Right? Right. So a solution could be let everybody in. Let the people who are fighting continue to fight until they're done and realize there's nothing to fight for anymore. Flip, flip it. <laughs> <laughs> new drapes, new paint. And... <laughs> you let the people who want to kill, kill each other. Right. The refugees, the, the, the civilians in Iraq that we killed. It's the same thing. Right. Right. Like, a lot of them didn't have a chance. They didn't have a chance to run. Right. Um, I can't remember. I think I think before shock and awe, we dropped leaflets mm-hmm. that said we're going to bomb this city. Sorry if you don't have means, <laughs> but you might want to start running. You I might guess. Want to dig a hole? Yeah, like find a spot and stay there and hope for the best. You know. I, anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's uh, it's tricky because you know we're here in the, in the this country and you you do look at countries like Ethiopia and you realize that even though we had a not great president for four years and we had this revolution it's still actually pretty great here and uh, absolutely uh, and not just here but here England uh, Germany Japan uh, I mean Ethiopia has. I feel like been in strife my whole life. Well, like, you know what I mean. Most of Africa, the African countries, have had tons of issues. I mean, I don't. They're right next it. to Somalia. They have all sorts of problems. Right. Um, Uganda has had problems. Where did? Uh, but the the where fact did, that uh, the 115 million people live in the Sudan doesn't Sudan have problems? Where did uh, that one movie take place with uh, Iron Man's buddy? Um, <sighs> Sorry, um, Hotel Rwanda. Oh, uh, Rwanda. Rwanda. Where's Rwanda? Ru- Rwanda. That was also a. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, it's a country. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's a country. Uh, that one, the, uh, the states did get a lot of shit for not helping. 
you know, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. Make, we should go work for the State Department if and try we, to figure it out. If we started building uh, spaceships, you know, with with warp speed, we could just take all the people and send them to a better planet. I'm sure that uh, that some or, or we could go to a better planet. I'm sure that some, <laughs> I'm sure that somewhere, like a, a, a mathematician or a sociologist, has done the math to figure out if America could sustain another 200 million people. You know, like we're gonna have to. The Earth's population has doubled since like 1970. It should really stop. And it's not stopping. Go to worldometers; really, you can see. Really needs to. <laughs> like the population growth is is astounding, and it's not it's not slowing down. So, anyway, let's take a break. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do during this break? I don't know if you can do it in time. Huh. We should play our new song. Oh yeah. Uh, this song is called "A Different Side of Me." By our band, of course, Rejected Takeoff, uh, streaming on all platforms. All platforms. But you can get a, I don't know, is this a free, it's a free listen. You is don't it? have to pay. If Do you, you? If you listen here. Oh, that's true. I see what You know, we could put an ad in front of it. This is brought to you by the letter C. We, or... Go visit the Scary Parrot Media Store on Etsy. It's good shit. All right, when we come back, um, I don't know what to play music-wise right now. <laughs> well, I was gonna. that's what I was saying. If you have the time. I've got it right here. Go ahead and play it. Okay. Well, you don't have to start it. I mean, it, it, don't, it, it just don't start starts, it. It's, kind of, it's too late. I just did. Okay. Well, this is it. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, stuff, Debut. Stuff when we come back. Yeah. <laughs> Scribble down, scratch on a page On modern life, put on a stage Kill me all 
Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey, we hope you guys enjoyed the debut of different side of debut. Debut. Yeah. Hey, I haven't showed you. Showed you. I haven't shown you these. Look at these. What's that? I got us some stickers. Oh. Yeah. Did you put a QR code on them? No, but I do have QR codes down here. I have these too. Still. Oh, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, scan that shit right now. That's why I want to start scan playing rejected it. takeoff shows. We can throw out, yeah. uh, like, uh, stress balls or something with right. QR codes to all the music and yep. shows and, you know, all the stuff that we do. So I'm going to start putting these around town, just everywhere. You know? No, I, I just don't go anywhere anymore. <laughs> so I, No, drive throughs right? In between paying and getting your food, just slap it on the brick. All right. Yeah. Just do your thing, man. Good idea. Anyway, I'll put it on this mug. To that point, yeah. If people listening, we have, we have loyal listeners. Like at least five. Yeah, maybe ten. Please, like, tell your fucking friends, man. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we need you to listen. We got to put more TikToks up because we're. I want to get us to a thousand followers. We are two episodes away from canceling this whole thing. Okay, <laughs> if we can't. Start getting some sponsors. What are we? What are we gonna do? We'll start a new one. Oh, that seems like <laughs> I don't know. It'll be much more sexual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you've done here. Oh, anyway, random right. headlines. You know, uh, I actually think I heard this on Colbert, but I thought it was interesting. So I, not everybody watches Colbert. That's true. Um, I don't. Not for any reason. I just don't. He's back in the studio now, so I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling better about it. All right. Um, NASA. Yeah. Oh, I love NASA. <laughs> I'm almost done with Mike Collins' book. Oh, yeah. Carrying the fire. Oh. Third astronaut on Apollo 11. You know right, who he right, is. Right. Um, the question was posed to NASA: How do astronauts do laundry in they don't. space? Did you already know this? I, well, I I know I knew this. Yes, because I read. Astronaut Kelly's book. Oh, and yeah, they just wear their clothes until they're. They literally wear them till they smell like poop. Right. Till yeah. they can't take it any longer. Yeah, they do have a, sh- a, a method to shower on the space station. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know what's worse though. Hear me out. Yeah. Apollo missions and uh-huh. and those where they were up there for sometimes. Eight or nine days. Right. Gemini, they were up there a little bit longer. Uh huh. The command module was very small. Yeah. Like they had to sleep under the seat. 
Like, right. One right. person slept under the seats. The other two slept above. Like, but nine, nine days. But there's weightlessness, so I, I, I'm really curious. That's what that feels like. Well, sure. No, I'm not talking about sleep. Yeah. I'm talking about nine days of oh. of three men. Oh yeah. Is there AC at least? <laughs> I mean, they have filters. Open the window. <laughs> Crack a window in here. Filters and stuff, but you know, like you're literally three feet away from someone when they're taking a shit. Ew. Yeah. Into a bag. I don't know that it's that much better now. Do you think there's a nice? Do you think Which they, would you rather do? They have the same rules on the space station with the urinals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just like. Don't you have to like put a vacuum tube to your penis? That's you, how it's always worked. Except they had to change it for for female astronauts, which is why they created that four million dollar toilet. Remember? Right, right, yeah. right. But yeah, it was a condom. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah. so I'm reading astronaut Mike Collins' book, uh-huh. and so he was the early astronaut. Right, right, and the condom sizes for peeing mm-hmm. were like extra large ginormous and unbelievable it was something like that those are the <laughs> small medium and large because they didn't want it they didn't want anybody to you know but there were still people really who chose funny. the bigger size and he said that they uh got pee everywhere they called them wetbacks uh. before that was a derogatory uh. term <laughs> because you'd be sitting in your seat in the simulator and if your condom was too loose your pee would puddle in your back oh <laughs> That's That's really gross. He's like, so that made you choose the right size, though. Anyway. I would, uh, is there a size lower than large? (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, large was the small. That's the point. I'll take a medium. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so, and the the even crazier thing is they, once they are done with them, they jettison them. Right. To burn up in the atmosphere. atmosphere. You you see a shooting star, you're like, that wasn't a shooting star. They should at least wrap them in something that will survive the the plummet into the atmosphere so that, you know, when you go to a baseball game, you catch a fly ball, maybe you catch a, a fly sock or a pair of pants. Right. Yeah, for, it's my understanding they, like, <laughs> pack them into some sort of little capsule. Right, and it burns up, So it though, burns but up. I, I, because it, if you were to just throw a pair of pants towards the atmosphere, I don't think they'd go in. I think they'd bounce off. Probably. I don't know. I don't know enough about, about uh, physics. <laughs> <laughs> you just skip off, you know? <laughs> Though my pants are on a trajectory to Jupiter, <laughs> they'll right. be there in a thousand years. Yeah. Oh, that's So funny. they can't do their laundry on the space station, though. Maybe that'll be a a new addition, you know, a new capsule that goes into um, the space station. Did I ever share... The laundry. Well, did you... Were you going to finish this headline? No, go ahead. Well, are you going to finish it? No, I'm moving on. Oh, well, there's... You don't think you didn't finish the whole story, though? Oh, what? Yeah, what else? They is can't there? do their laundry, oh. but Procter and Gamble is sending up a special detergent to try. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that was I the. Ha- even, I didn't <laughs> read that far. <laughs> but yeah, they can shower though, kind of. It's basically like they get their hair wet and it just kind of stays in a bubble. That's so weird. Put soap in it and it just kind of stays that in is, a bubble, and then they just wipe it off with. Weightlessness a towel. is something that I want to try. I want yeah. to experience so bad. You don't have to go to space. I know it's not the same though. It only lasts for a few like seconds when they nosedive that airplane. <laughs> right, the vomit comet. Was yeah, it called? yeah. yeah. Um, have I ever shared with you my you know uh, my theory? I think I have about squids and octopi and how that they uh, they're, they're aliens. aliens. Yeah. How uh, I don't think it's a theory anymore. Well, so 
NASA just sent some squid into space for research. Really? Yeah. I saw um, they sent some more tardigrades. The like bear. Aren't they just like everywhere? But they survive the vacuum I in space. Know, it's crazy. Uh, dozens of baby squid from Hawaii are in space for study. Uh, the baby Hawaiian bobtail squid were raised at the University of Hawaii's uh, marine laboratory and were blasted into space earlier this month on a SpaceX resupply mission to ISSSSSS. Uh, Jamie Foster, who completed her doctorate at uh, University of Hawaii, is studying how spaceflight affects the squid in hopes of bolstering human health during long... How do you think they're going to... They're going to... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> How do they? How do they? Uh, how do they even survive? Like how? Uh, they're, are they just in a bag, I guess. Are they? They're putting them into space. They're in space right now. Like in? Yeah, they're, they're not in a capsule. No, they're in ISS. <laughs> okay. They're not floating around. We didn't jettison to the sun. That's what I was asking. <laughs> okay, so trying they're... to col- colonize the moon with squid people. So they're just walking, or they're well, not even walking. They're floating, floating, double around. floating. They're floating around in water. In <laughs> oh wow, that's weird, <laughs> right? Those squid are going to be tripping, man. Yeah, uh, we have found that the symbiosis of human humans with their microbes is per uh, per tube. Wait, <laughs> I don't know something about <laughs> microgravity. <laughs> Uh, Florida professor, investigator NASA, Foster said understanding what happens to the squid in space could help solve health problems. I mean, they have to say that to get the to get the funding and the go ahead. I think they're going to try to colonize Mars with squid people. Squid. Squid people. Squid people. I got to find this other story here because my links aren't working. Squeeple. Um, It was from... uh, Fox News, and it was about a neighbor. Have you ever had a dispute with your neighbors? Um, no, not, I wouldn't call it a dispute. When we first moved in here, we had two giant, like, I don't know what they were, Chinese elms. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Huge trees. I thought you were going to say people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, Huge trees that before we had moved in, a branch had fallen and, like, uh, damaged something of uh-huh, theirs. Uh-huh. And so guy, super nice, his name's Larry, he he came over to me, he's like, hey, you need to cut these trees down. I was like, dude, I just moved in here. Do you think I have the money to, <laughs> to cut these trees down? He's like, all right, fair enough. And then, like, a few, like, it was like two years later, he's like, you want to, if you let me, I'll pay to cut off these, these branches because they're hanging over my power lines. I'm like, you can cut down the whole damn tree. If you're paying, yeah. So he did. He didn't cut down the whole tree, but he cut those branches off. Mm. So that's the closest well, I've come to a, dis- a that's dispute. That's interesting because that's exactly what happened here. Uh, there was a tree, and this is in the UK. Uh, trees there. What? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a tree, and uh, on one person's property, and it's right on the edge of the other person's property's driveway, and. Part of it goes over the driveway, and this guy is upset because there's birds pooping on his car. Ah. And the people that have the tree don't want to cut it down. So they, like, cut the tree in half. They did, like, a... Who was the who was the Bible story where that happened? Like, King, uh, King Benjamin? Benjamin? 
Where they cut the child yeah. in half. He's like, we'll cut the child in half. Is it Benjamin? All I can think of is, is Newman in Seinfeld now <laughs> with the bike between Kramer and Elaine. He's like, we'll cut the bike down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what they did. You know, this story seemed more interesting when I looked at it, but now it seems like, why is this news? How is the tree going to survive? You know, and that's why I'm saying it's not really even news because they didn't actually cut it in half. They just cut all the limbs. Right. I mean, when, just, you, when you look at it, yeah. when you look at it straight on, it looks like someone did just go, whoosh. Just, okay, <laughs> just a half and a half. But, but uh, it must have just been a slow news day. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this is random headlines. Normally, I try and find an image, and I just did, so let me put this up here. In case you're watching on I the kind of feel like it was a slow, random headline news day because all I could find was people winning the lottery. I see that. I get that a Man, lot. We got to start driving up. We got to start driving. I up know. I know. One. So like this, this is, does. This I, looks like something that would happen in like uh, like a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Edward mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands did it. They should just cut that tree down. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's really stupid. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I get a lot of our stories from UPI.com. So, woman wins $200,000 after store sells out a favorite lottery ticket. <laughs> Black bear on the loose after escape from refugee camp. What? Refugee camp? That's what it says. Wow. Uh, <laughs> California truck driver wins one million Powerball. Uh, lost Rembrandt painting rediscovered. British teen folds a thousand or This also has all the Guinness stuff. Yeah. Well, now you're just reading them. It will. We need to hear you get into one. Do you have any know. more lined up? I just, uh, there's just. How about this? Okay. So you we read it with some excitement. We, we used to work for tips. All yeah. right. What was the biggest tip you ever got when you delivered pizza? Uh, I know. I think fifty. I got a fifty I once. I believe I got a ninety dollar one once. And, and mine it was, was, it was a huge order. Mine was a tiny order. Oh, really? It was like a fifteen dollar order. Okay. It's actually See, a really that's funny story. Cool. The guy <laughs> Can I tell you the story? Yeah, yeah. This guy he ordered quite a bit and he only lived like two blocks from the store. Right. So it was an easy delivery. And uh he he opens the door, I'm like, Hey, what's up, man? I just need you to sign the receipt. And he's like, It's, it's such a I'm like, how's it going? And he's like, ah, it's just like a fucky day. I was like, oh, man, well, I hope it gets better. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) And I walked away, right? (laughs) And I get in my car, and I look down, and it's a $50 tip, and I realized he said lucky. He said it's your lucky day. Oh. Not that he was having a bad day. Right. He said it's your lucky day. Gave me a $50 tip. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever done that? Did you pay it forward? No, <laughs> but I tip. I do tip generously. I've uh, never done a a giant tip. No, I would. I saw one, I saw a news article today about a big tip. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, workers at a New Hampshire restaurant said they were stunned when a customer left a sixteen thousand dollar tip on a thirty seven dollar ninety three cent bill. Michelle McCudden. Or probably McCutton, a bartender at Stumble Inn Bar and Grill. What a great name! In Londonderry said the customer, who is not a regular, had ordered a couple of wieners and cocktails. Actually, says hot dogs. I I don't know why I said. Wieners. I like wieners and cocktails though, especially yeah. if you say Some it. Some wieners right. and cocktails and fried pickles. <laughs> Lots of phallic <laughs> references. Going. That's all they have there. Uh, so yeah, just some guy came in and it was probably. 
It's probably Jesus Christ yep. and uh, second coming. Gave sixteen thousand dollars. You know, it was probably it was probably. How does that work? Didn't we see one once where the restaurant refused to pay it out? Yeah, it was a whole thing. I I, I don't remember whatever happened with that. That was like episode twenty. Yeah, it was a huge tip. It was legitimate, but the restaurant was claiming it wasn't. Right. I think it went to court, and I think she won. <laughs> goes to court. I know. Is this right? a real signature? Like, w- w- once you find out it's real, like it's done. Like, Just why? It. Why? Yeah. It's not coming out of your pocket unless. Like, does it affect the 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 business? No. Taxes? In not any at way? all. No, because it's. It's going to it the. Has nothing, like technically, the business doesn't see it. Right, the server pays taxes on it. Right. I right. mean, when we worked at Domino's, the business sort of saw it. Like when they do uh, credit tips, you'd have to claim those. Right, which, and, what, but is, they, which is what this is. But they'd still give you cash Right. Uh, out of the cash that you had on hand that you took for cash deliveries. Right, at the end of the day, yeah, they added up all the credit card receipts, gave you the cash. Right. right. So they never really... Never really see it, so I don't know what the yeah what the deal was with that. Hmm. But speaking of work, um, I don't. Know, I'm trying to think if I've ever used like an elaborate excuse to get out of work. Now you know. In fact, I learned a lesson years ago that was to not even say that I was sick because I had a boss that would ask why or like what's going on. Right. So I learned with that particular boss. Just to call, and I'm sure my bosses are going to listen to this episode now. <laughs> but I learned, but it was legitimate. Even if it was a legitimate call in, uh-huh. right? I would say, um, hey, I'm not going to make it in today. Uh huh. Can't, re- can't really say anything. It's true. It's just, that's the policy. There's no policy. Right. I'm just, it's not a no call, no show. I'm calling you, telling them I'm, I'm not going to show up. So I, so I still have this. Uh, so working in retail. Calling in is, it's frowned upon. People get, they, You know, here's the deal, though. I worked in retail as well. Uh-huh. I never cared. I said, people get sick. People need a no, day off. No, I know. That's I know. Fine. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Managers made a big deal I will deal about say it. that it, uh, it, it, it was a pain to sure. deal with, and it did cause uh, some customer service to, to, to be lower. To, yeah. But, um... I never took it personally, though. No, I was always just like, "Whatever, no, man. If he I needs mean, a day off, that's fine. That's fine." I, I, I just, I normally. But what I'm, my point being is that um, it was so frowned upon that I still kind of carry that with me today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you know, when you called in sick at a grocery store, um, they were shorthanded. Like right. they, it would affect all the other employees. The brakes would be behind. Right. You know, it it would be. A problem, unless they got somebody to cover it, which pff, no one. Right. Can, can you imagine getting a call at four in the afternoon? Hey, uh, I know it's Saturday, but can you work uh, six to two p- two a.m.? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, let me get in there. I can't wait to do that. You know, really need that. <laughs> yeah. Time and a half. Uh, so I'm kind of conditioned to be afraid to call in. Yeah. But uh, what I usually do is just go in and cough a lot and then <laughs> wait to get sent home, or so that way they know. That uh, I come in when I'm sick, so when I do call in, they think I'm dying. Right. And those are the days I'm not sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I've man. never used an elaborate excuse. The most, the, the easiest thing to do is just say you have uh, stomach or butt issues, and that kind of puts a... Uh, I just, well, it de- look, it depends on the boss. If you got a good relationship, then you can just be like, look, I just, you know, 
yeah. I feel like crap or man, I just need a day off. Right. You know? Right. But, and, you know, I'm in a business now where if, and I have been for a while, that if I don't come in, it's not really going to. Yeah. Or I could just probably do it from home. Did I ever tell you the story about when my, my boss thought that I called in sick more than I did? Uh-uh. It's one of the most frustrating experiences of my life. Uh-huh. I was working retail, <clears throat> and I was working at one store uh-huh. for like half the year, uh-huh. and I transferred to a new store. Uh-huh. The manager, my boss at the first store, I was her assistant manager. She didn't write. She didn't put a schedule in the computer for us. Oh. She just wrote it. Mm. So it it would just make one up, right? Right. right. And then whatever. I go to the new store, and that manager does put it in the computer. Right. I called in sick legitimately on, uh, like, a Friday, mm-hmm. and he called me in. His name was Ben, super nice guy. He hired me twice. Actually, <laughs> three times. He hired me three times. Um, he calls me, and he's like, hey, you know, we're, we're, me and your and his boss, we're, we're, kind of, we're, like, worried that you're taking advantage of the system. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, well, we, we, we went back and looked, and it looks like you've taken, you know, like 12 days off <laughs> in the last year. I'm like, what are you, no, 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 are you serious? What are you talking about? You know, and so I go back and look. I go to my, in the system, it's easy to look at, like, how many sick hours you've been paid, right? Uh-huh. And I had been paid, like, I don't know, like 48 sick hours, so four. Uh, not 12. <laughs> that's 12. No, it was like, uh, oh, no, no, that's right. That's like six days. Yeah. Right? Six days. And so I showed him, I'm like, hey, look, I know it doesn't really matter much, but I, I, I don't like having a negative perception about uh-huh. me, you know? But I, I found the math, and I, in the last year, I, I've, I've called in six times, and like three of the days were like when, you know, Ashley had like a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I was like, really, it was like three days that I called in last year. I just want you to correct the record. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, that's cool. I understood. I'm like, no, you need to call your boss right now with me in the office <laughs> and tell him that you figured out it was an error because my old boss, the reason it showed 12 was because she didn't put it in the computer. So it just... Mm-hmm. It just showed as not worked that day. Right. But he didn't look at the total sick pay. Right, right, right. So frustrating. That – It just uh, didn't seem like he cared. You know what I mean? They never do. It is obnoxious. Yeah. When, I'm like, you came to me. When the, they – they that happened – that doesn't really happen to me anymore, but that happened to me. That kind of stuff happened yeah. to Kroger all the time. It was like, you, you came to me and accused me of something. Yeah. I proved you wrong. You should care. Right. You should be like, oh, thank you so much. You should, you should get on your knees. Yeah, you and should be on your fucking lick, knees. Lick, lick, lick my bubba balls. <laughs> anyway, I stumbled across a uh, random excuse. Uh, generator? Generator. That's fantastic. Um, and so I just generated one. Um, what is D-J-I-N? D-N? D-J-I-N? How do you spell that? What is? I mean, how do you <laughs> say that? I would say gin. Gin? I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Uh, Sorry, I just before I read this excuse, I want to know what I'm saying. Jin, so I don't get canceled. In the Quran, <laughs> a spirit often capable of assuming human or animal form. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, please forgive me. An eyeless jinn was yelling slurs at kids in my neighborhood. Eyeless jinn. Yeah, it's like a yeah. like a demon. Yeah. Yeah. I if you said that to to a boss, what do you think? <laughs> like, what? 
Are you serious? No, I'm serious. What, have you never um, heard of a djinn? Yeah. What, are you living under a fucking rock? Yeah, this may <laughs> sound crazy, but a donkey handcuffed me to a radiator. <laughs> you got to have more to that story. That, that, that can't be all the excuse. I don't want to talk about what happened next, okay? <laughs> but I didn't have pants on. I couldn't help it. My father got my uniform on fire. <laughs> Holy shit. Get this. A cool lizard smashed up my car. Some of these are kind of miss, man. Yeah, this just seems like more of a joke. We need a real one. I know. We should go to Fiverr. <laughs> I bet you there's someone on there <laughs> that can make us a generator. Probably. Oh, here's... This is like a... Oh, no, this seems like another joke. I have to take my doctor to my minister. I have to renew my driver's license. I have to get my big toe calibrated. <laughs> There's a crocodile in my house. No, look. The answer is just say, hey. I've got diarrhea. I'm not coming in today. And if I, they ask why, just say, it's it's personal, man. I'm not coming in. It's personal and my butt stinks. And There's not, What else are they going to say? It's not going to change the fact that you're not coming in. Right. If you're abusing the system, it doesn't matter whether or not you're sick. Even if you're legitimately, you could, be, you could have cancer. And if it's happening too often, they're going to give you shit about it. My favorite singer died last night. I'm in no fit of state of mind to work. <laughs> My cat was diagnosed with feline depression, and the doctor, Harry, uh, website says it's contagious. <laughs> I, like, I like that we learned a new word today, gin. Gin, gin, gin. It's also spelled just J-I-N-N. Oh. It's just, I think it's D-J-I-N in the Quran. Oh, the Quran. So, yeah. Human or animal form and exercising supernatural influence over people. Mm. Huh. Is huh. gin a Scrabble word? It must have something to do with the simulation. <laughs> Just so you know, if you've got a J in Scrabble, uh-huh. gin is a valid Scrabble word. D-J-I-N. That's good to know. It is really good to know. It's like learning that chi works. Now I don't have to cheat on words with friends. Right. Remember that? Do you remember? Did you play words with friends? Oh, yeah. You cheat all the time? I never cheated. Oh, yeah, me either. all right that's it i think we're done all right it's like midnight or something isn't it uh it's like 9 45 which is midnight to us whatever what (laughs) (laughs) i stayed up to like two last night on accident that sucks you know why i've been uh building this uh this lego legos hey did i by the way yeah you you told us that it's been helping your mental health oh right has it is that has that been keeping up? Yeah, so I kind of got w- uh, way into it, <laughs> and um, you need to start three D printing so your own Legos. I thought about it, but that's that goes against the Lego code. Have you watched the sh- the Lego show on Fox? No. Lego Masters? No. They, I've seen it. They on do Netflix. a bunch of competitions. It's pretty interesting. No. It's like the fastest. No, well, there's a time limit. Like my favorite one from last season was they had to build a bridge out yeah. of Legos. And um, just any form, like it's your, you're the artist. Yeah, but but it, it had to withstand uh. so much weight, and you know, you could tell it was the first season, and they didn't think it through enough. <laughs> yeah, because somebody built one, they ran out of weight. They literally ran out of weight, and so they had to start grabbing like sandbags from the the studios, wow. the cameras and stuff, and it it never broke. How many Legos? Like, are we talking? Oh, there it's a lot. They're big. Big. I think it would be cool, like, like you did the the ISS, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
like you, you just show them a picture and hear yeah, your could pieces. Do it, dude. You should watch the show and see the crazy stuff they build. Like, it's like it's, that guy that can draw a city. It's you ever nuts. seen that guy? Uh uh-uh. uh. He's autistic. He's a savant. Uh, he goes on like a 10 minute helicopter tour of a city and draws, and draws it, it in, on like a 20 foot long piece of paper. That's so weird. So right now I'm building I'm building this airplane. Ah. It's actually huge. It's like this big. Okay. And I've been buying all my own pieces and there's no instructions. I'm just building it. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Uh Are I you th- going to audition for the show? No. No, I don't think you understand <laughs> how good these people are. <laughs> you just go watch an episode and you'll be like I didn't know that was possible right. with Lego. I'm buying Legos right now. Do it. Do it. <laughs> anyway, we should go. <laughs> all right. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening. Please tell your friends. Tell them. Please. Um, what is this? Episode 113. Yep. We're getting up there. We are getting up there. Wow. You're listening to the Artek Podcast. Go to theartekepodcast.com or at theartekepod on TikTok. For episode 113, I'm Brian. I'm trying on hats. I'm going to see if I'm a hat person. See you next time. <laughs>